I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. One Stop Shop where we talk about anything and everything related to YouTube. You already know who it is. Yeah, boy. <laughs> we're not only the hottest YouTube podcast, but today we're also the earliest YouTube the podcast. Earliest. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. Good morning, America. Good I'm, morning, America. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any other day. Al Roker. There you yes, go. I'm Al Roker. I think that's today, but whatever. I <laughs> mean, I think the same thing. What what is Matt Lauer? I don't think you want to be him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> topical <laughs> topical i forgot Ooh. about this but i just brought it up yeah uh today our main topic is mm-hmm. uh, all about marketing yeah, yeah. The, the thing that i'm the worst at but also the best at, at the same time it's same same got a lot of experience in it it's just i don't do enough of it i'm not good at it <laughs> that kind of marketing that yeah. kind of stuff. But before we get into that, Zack Snyder, how was your week on YouTube? Trademark. No, I actually got to think about this because I didn't, <laughs> did not think about this at all. Uh, so just for the people that know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. on the Sunday that this episode is theoretically being uploaded on. Yeah, I boy. just want people to know this. So this literally is our last week on YouTube. How crazy <laughs> is that? That. That's never happened before. It's never <laughs> happened before. Well, it probably uh, did the first episode because right. we didn't have a schedule That's at the true. time. But um, the second time. <laughs> so, like, this week, just like last week, has been almost part of a failure. Uh, mm. <laughs> I got mm. this uh, I got this podcast out. I got my other podcast out. And I got a stupid personality quiz video out. Lit. Um, that's it. On the gaming <laughs> channel... I got like four videos out and I did a couple of streams. You've been on the personality quiz train recently. Yeah. yeah. You've been you've been going hard in on them. Un- unfortunately. <laughs> um they haven't worked out. I-, I mean the first one said that I was gonna be the next Jake Paul. So you right. know, uh obviously that's the best. The the person the other ones, I mean it was just whatever. Well, I feel like Jake Paul would have uploaded more. You're right. I gotta get back on that grind. I gotta make 400 episodes of a TV show this year. Mm. That's Logan Paul. Never mind. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, been kind of behind on stuff. I did get a lot recorded this week. I do Mm -hmm. want to be better this week. I've got crazy little little, uh, plan here. I want to get three recaps out this week. Ooh. Um... Mondays would be the one that was supposed to be out two weeks ago. Uh, Wednesdays is a special Valentine's Day one, and Friday is a like a rom com again for for Valentine's Day week. How many of them do you have done? So uh, the first one should be edited, should be finished edited today. I got to watch both of the movies between today and tomorrow, and theoretically it's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could definitely get this done. Right. I just got to be on my shit. And go to class. You can go to class too. And go to class. See about that. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Get this. We'll see what happens. <laughs> the, um, the clap, clap, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Class. Um, and I recorded some um, 
some collab shit earlier today, so that was cool. Yeah, there you go. And you've been good on podcasts. We've yeah, been we haven't missed a whole lot. No. Both on the YouTube and the Nerdcast. You've been mm. on the Nerdcast. Popping yeah. them out. Yeah. So, you know. Just uh just trying to Middle of the road a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been an interesting past couple of weeks. Not quite as productive as I'd like it to be, but shit happens. Actually. But you know, that's that's my week on YouTube. What about you, dude? Yeah. Yeah, boy. You had shit actually happen, didn't you? I did. So this was the first actual week of having, uh, of me being at home. So that's been cool. Of me actually having internet and the ability to make things. And it did make a lot, granted. But the videos that did come out, I'm uh, insanely proud of, (laughs) actually. (laughs) So before that, uh, Kirby Superstar finished up. It wrapped up. Everything was good on that end. And then coming into here, I thought, you know what? I have this Blue Couch review that has been sitting here since like November, practically. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? Today's going to be the day I'm going to finish it. Because I had a lot of it recorded, actually, except for two segments. And I hadn't done any of the editing. Right. So for those who don't know, I go to college and everything. And my one off day is Tuesday. So Monday, I got a little bit of the editing late at night, and then Tuesday was the whole day, not even kidding, just editing that thing, recording those parts, (laughs) putting it all together, and it was beautiful. And I finished it that night, and then Wednesday morning, I think, uh, did it come out on Wednesday? I think it did. I think so, yeah. February 7th, yes. That Wednesday, it came out. It was the Blue Catch Review about F-Zero. And, uh, yeah, I was proud of that. There were a couple of things that I ended up learning from that video in particular, and ones that will probably save a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. So, previously in videos of this nature where I'm not on screen, typically I have a blurred background going on, and the way I would do that before was just getting a still image uh, in GIMP and then adding Gaussian blur over it, Mm -hmm. over again. And I would do that for, uh, in top tens and... You know, when each time the number showed up, I would have a blurred background there. But I've never done it before with video because I didn't know how to do that. Figured that out today. There's literally a Vegas uh, plugin where you can blur your video and it does it perfectly. And Mm -hmm. I have to barely edit it at all. So I took good advantage of that in the transitions of the Blue Catch review itself of actually having gameplay, the text, and then uh, having it all be blurred. So that way you could tell the text from the the gameplay. So that was great. And then... Uh, I did a little bit of editing in the presentation and gameplay segments of that review where each time I finished a sentence or kind of finished a point, the gameplay would kind of change behind me. Yeah. So this allowed for some really fast cuts and ones that kind of visually were better to look at. Because before this and other Blue Couch reviews or videos similar to that type, if I was making like a segment like that, I would just have one gameplay clip the entire time, no changing, nothing else. And it was just kind of boring (laughs) to look at. And Mm. so this was the first video where I actually did little micro edits and jumps in between footage. I would take some from this track and then hop over to a different track and make sure I didn't, you know, reuse different themes there. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. The editing on that, I was very proud of. And when it finally came out, I'm like, oh, that's great. So. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I plan to do a lot more Blue Couch reviews in the future, and this one kind of uh, rejuvenated me and getting back into them. So that was great. You know, the, Aside uh, from- the biggest way I've learned to uh, like edit, do you know what that is? 
Just doing, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> just mm-hmm. fucking doing a lot of it. Just experimenting, and mm-hmm. that that really is true. Uh, especially with bigger projects as well. Like, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of editing moments on smaller projects, uh, <laughs> but on big ones in particular, when I really want something to be really good, mm-hmm. you know, I typically have a lot more time to spend on them. So you have a little bit more time to experiment as well. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't on a schedule with the Blue Catch reviews. And like I said, I recorded a lot of that in November. So I had a lot of time to uh, really form that to however I wanted it to be. I thought it turned out pretty good myself. Yeah, I think it turned out well as well. And then the other video. <laughs> oh, <This> okay. <laughs> so was it literally not not last night? But the night before. Yes. Two nights ago. Me, yes. Zach, and Marjack are in a call. They're playing uh, a game. forgot what it was. Tricky Towers. Tricky Towers, yeah. And they're having fun and everything. And <laughs> we were talking about Arthur memes at one point. I don't know how it got to that. I, I don't I was, know, dude. I was posting a lot of Arthur memes and the like. And the uh, idea kind of hit me. There was a Twitch clip that Jay the Zoomster made of one of Zach's streams where he got really mad at a Cuphead boss. And so I took that footage, as well as the uh, infamous scene in Arthur, where he has the fist and he, and he punches DW. <laughs> and, like, a scene that's been memed to death, like, practically a thousand times. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to combine these. I'm going to combine these together. And uh, the result is a 48-minute video. Or not 48 minutes. 48-minute, whoa. 48 Wish. second, 48 second video called "Get Dusted," DW. <laughs> and oh uh, my goodness, whew, it's a it's a romp. <laughs> it's a it's it's an episode of Arthur all in itself, really. Right, right. So it's basically, weird. what it was, it was the Arthur clip, and then anytime it showed DW's head, I replaced it with the Cuphead boss that Zach got angry at, and then almost any time Arthur had to speak. I took sections of the Twitch clip where Zach talked and put his face over it using a uh, another thing I learned on Vegas. Cookie cookie clicker, I think. Cookie, cookie cutter? Cookie clicker cookie is a cutter. game. <laughs> cookie cutter. I forgot. Thanks. That yeah. helped. But what cookie cutter allows you to do is if you have two clips, you can put cookie cutter over one of them so that you can kind of cut out a circle in one clip and put the other one over it. Mm. Uh, which is really helpful because otherwise you're sort of just cropping with squares and I couldn't really do that uh, because I needed Zach's face. And uh, I was able to learn that through that as well as do a little bit of uh, fun editing and audio stuff there. And what resulted was a 48 second meme clip that uh, has 22 views as of now. So that was, that was funny. I liked that video a lot. I've rewatched it several times now, even two, two days after the fact, I'm still like this, this holds up. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this for a while. It's definitely funny. So uh, thank you for the inspiration. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it's funny. I've, I've made a few meme clips at this point in my in my YouTube career. Um, and, you know, they're so just as stupid as the idea when I first had them. But it, it's, like, amazing what, like, stupid little... I guess you call them passion projects because they're just so <laughs> stupid and you're just like, I really want to make this into a thing. And when you do it, like it, <laughs> it teaches you just a little bit about editing sometimes. It does. It does. I found that the way those work the best too, is if you do them immediately when you get the idea, like you don't mm. wait, you don't oh, sit yeah. on them. 
right then and there. Because that's when it's going to be at its funniest. And that's when you're going to get the most ideas. So I've had memeable, like, little video ideas before, but I've never acted on them that quickly. Right. Or, you know, maybe it took a while. This was the first time where I had the idea, had the joke, and then immediately cranked it out. And I think it's a lot funnier <laughs> as a result. Yeah, you were just kind of making it for, like, a good hour. Maybe An hour ago. Long, yeah. Yeah. And we were just, like, because you were just quiet in the in the call. And we were like, what are you doing, buddy? I wasn't even going to post it. That was the thing. It wasn't even going to be a thing. And then I'm I liked it so a lot. I'm so glad you did. did. Yeah. So uh, if you want to watch it, it's Get Dusted DW. It's the number one tag for that phrase. <laughs> so yes. it should be the first thing that shows we up. We should have done the SEO podcast today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that was my week on YouTube. Not a lot per se, but the videos that I came out with, uh, I'm very proud of and I like them a lot. Yeah. You know, but not a lot. We've oh. talked about we've talked about quality versus quantity before, so that's you know that's good. Great, I'll look back on both of these videos and, and appreciate them for sure. That's good. Cool. Well, uh, that's our week on YouTube. Pretty short this week, which is nice. Actually, and, you know what? Yeah, let's go for another thirty minutes on this. <laughs> in right, <particular>. So, <laughs> I recorded five Binding of Isaac videos yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, really? <laughs> I took my dog out yesterday. It was pretty entertaining. I should have filmed it. It's no longer our week on YouTube. It's our week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just our week, dude. Just our week. Yeah. Everything that happened, we're going to tell you about. Um, but no, let's go straight into the main topic. Uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. What's, what's so important about marketing? You know, anytime a small YouTuber complains about not getting their stuff seen, <laughs> chances are it's because they don't market or uh-huh. are just a bad marketer yeah that's why that's it's so accurate. important that's when people accurate. are complaining about that like marketing is the answer <laughs> I, I i agree there's there's so many people that are like i'm not getting views i'm not getting subscribers i'm not well okay mm-hmm. do something about it right either make more videos that are still quality or market the shit out of yourself. That's the thing too about marketing that I wanted to mention real quickly. Uh, If your videos are trash or what you're marketing isn't very good, it doesn't really help, (laughs) right? You kind of have to have a good product to market to people. Like even, even if you watch this podcast and you get all the best marketing techniques, I guess, and you try them out and you still don't get results. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's more to do with what you're marketing rather than how you're marketing it. You have to make sure your content's still good. Mm Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah. um, Gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot about, you know, you can can do all kinds of, you know, these tips and techniques and hope they work well and, you know, do your best to those. But at the end of the day, if your product is shit, like, you're not going to get anywhere. So, like, number one, if you're the person complaining that your content doesn't get enough views, number one, make sure it's good. And then two, you know, take some of these advice and steps to actually get it seen by people, right? Exactly. There's a good quote, I think, from uh, Lindsay's channel. She used to be the Nostalgia Chick. Oh, yeah. And now she has, like, a bunch of great videos. And she was doing this interview about uh, screenwriting. And the guy over there was like, I hear all these people all the time talking about like, oh, nobody will read my script. You know, nobody cares about it, right? I have to try so hard and believe in it. And he's like, nobody cares. 
until everybody cares. And it's the exact same way with, with videos. Nobody cares about your channel. Nobody cares about your content until everyone does, right? Yep. So you have to believe in your own stuff enough to get it out there and let people see it. And then once, you know, people care, everybody's on board. But at the start, nobody but yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> and even like, even not even the start of it, you know, just continuing on a couple of years later, a few years later, like you just got to, you just got to keep working at it. You know, you might right. be at this point where you're not getting new subscribers, you're not getting new views and that, you know, may suck. But that just means you got to keep up in your game, and eventually, you know, if you're if you're good enough, you're gonna get there. At least that's right. you know that's what I like to believe. <laughs> and marketing too isn't an overnight success, just like you know YouTube channels, right? Oh, absolutely not. We're both examples of that, <laughs> of yeah. like you know both in videos and in marketing, right? Sometimes you get really sex successful attempts at marketing your stuff out there, and other times you get like one view on a video and have to move on. You know exactly. It's a dice roll. It's a dice roll sometimes. Mm -hmm. But before we get into all the different places you can market your stuff in general, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to talk about just some good marketing practices in general that are pretty general and uh, that can apply to everybody. Definitely. So I'll go ahead and start and then I'll throw it over to you. Okay. I think one of the key things about just marketing in general is finding, number one, who your target audience is. Who are the people out there that your videos appeal to the most? Mm. And who are the people out there that if they saw your content would appreciate that? And that comes with a couple of things. Where's that target audience? What age are they? Where are they hanging out? You know, and mm. being able to find where they're at and figuring out a way to get that content in front of them in a way that isn't spammy or, or, or shitty or stuff like that. So right. I think... One of the first things you can do, at least when you're trying to get your marketing approach down, is figure out who your target audience is and try to get it to them. So that's just one thing for me. Yeah, I, I completely agree. If you don't know your target audience, you're just you're not going to know where to market your stuff. I mean, it's just that simple. If you're marketing to 80-year-olds on Facebook with your Let's Plays, they're probably not hitting home. <laughs> yeah, not Let's Plays. Uh, I will say... 80 year olds in facebook man they're they're getting out there right you'd be surprised right. sure um but let's plays uh unless you're 80 years old yourself mm. maybe, maybe sewing maybe, tutorials yeah. maybe throw them that way yeah oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and the next thing is we're going to throw out a lot of different platforms and a lot of different ways that you can use those platforms to, to market your stuff. And mm -hmm. while it's going to sound, you're going to want to be ambitious and kind of cast a wide net and put your hands in all of it. And I say, do that at some point, you know, get around to doing that. Uh, but don't do it all at once because, uh, you, you know, sometimes it's better to start going deeper before you start going wider if that makes any sense like focusing your approach a little bit right so like while it's really nice to have a solid facebook twitter instagram and medium and some some of you might not even know what medium is it's going to be very difficult if you've never used any of them to try to do them all at once and do them well so start with one at a time while you're just kind of barely getting familiar with the other ones I wish I learned that when starting yeah. out. 
I really wish I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially from my perspective where I had no social medias until I started that YouTube channel. Yeah. Because I heard it was such a good thing. And you get the impression and you're like, oh, well, all of them are kind of, you know, similar. You got to put content out and you got to enjoy it. So if I can do one of them, I can do all of them, right? Ooh, <laughs> that's that's misinformed, <laughs> mm-hmm. to say the least. Well, and it's it's very hard to keep up with everything. Like, right, a good you know a good personal brand that's gonna become successful is gonna put out three pieces of content a day on Instagram. They're gonna have their daily videos on YouTube, and they're gonna be tweeting at least ten times a day. You know, mm-hmm. and not to mention everything else that you should be doing quote unquote should be doing and while all this is going to help and this is going to be successful and if you can do all of it you'll be successful quicker sometimes at the end of the day you might be doing more harm than good just because it like i said it's it's really hard to keep focused mm-hmm. you gotta so. work your way up the ladder take baby steps mm-hmm. and i kind of learned this a little bit more myself recently uh over the summer because I was trying to get involved with too many platforms and too many things at once. And I didn't take as much time until recently to kind of consume media on those platforms first so I could figure out how they were, you know, used before I was able to actually, you know, use it myself more frequently. That's fair. I feel like sometimes when you're on a lot of different social medias at once, you know, then result is if you're focused a lot more on them, your YouTube channel kind of ends up suffering. And then like, what's the point of having them all there anyway? Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're on YouTube. My assumption, most people are on YouTube because they want to create content. And, you know, if you're on these other social media platforms and you're not creating content, then, you know, your product does come first. Personal brand is important. Building that personal brand is super important. But I think content always comes first at the end of the day. Sure. You got to have that in order for people to consume it. And in order for you to market it, you have to have it as well. Exactly. That's interesting. And I think with personal brand, it's just the last thing I'll bring up as far as just general marketing stuff, but also kind of like life advice at the same time. Hmm. You really do have to kind of know yourself in order to, in order to market it out to other people, right? If you Hmm. don't know your your own self your own tendencies and more importantly your own brand and identity to your channel if you don't even know that it, it's very difficult to market that out to other people definitely you know? if you when you look at your youtube channel can't describe what it's all about in like a sentence or two you know then that's probably a sign that like you're not sure where you're at yet and that's totally fine right and there's still ways that you can market without knowing that. But if you really want to like get the full potential out of marketing your stuff out there, you kind of have to know who you are. You kind of have to be self-aware with yourself, your channel, your professional self, your brand, and all that sort of stuff. Which, granted, does not happen overnight. It is very difficult to do. And we're not even like there 100% yet. You know? Right. Yeah, self-awareness. That's what, it, that's what you're basically talking about. Right. Super important. And not even just like in the terms of like marketing yourself, just in general in life, like, you know, maybe your self-awareness tells you that YouTube isn't even the right thing for you. And that's okay. Like you got, you really got to figure that out. You got to figure, you got to figure out like these nuances about yourself uh, at the end of the day and see whether or not like, 
you know, you're doing exactly what you want to be doing. Fair. And the other part of what you were talking about is basically like your elevator pitch. I feel like, you know, kind of knowing, not only knowing who you are, but being able to tell other people who you are, what you do. Like, that's also important. The best version of yourself to other people, right? Right. You know, that's tough. Oh, yeah, for sure. In the spirit of that, <laughs> could you give me one for either Speaking Games or Zack Snyder Productions? Um, yeah, so Zack Snyder Productions is a YouTube channel. Well, <laughs> I don't okay. want to say YouTube channel, but uh, you know, Zack Snyder Productions is a is my personal brand that encompasses a YouTube channel, a Twitch channel, and other multiple social media platforms that revolve around nerd culture and comedy. Hey, there you go. You got it. That's that's, that's what I would say. It ain't too bad at all. Yeah. Now, I will say, like, I have had told multiple people recently that I'm, like, on the track to being a creative entrepreneur, and it is still very difficult to, like, explain (laughs) that to people. And holy (laughs) shit, I I look forward to the day where, like, this shit is normal. (laughs) Yep. It's not standard yet, you know? That's Uh, the thing. Even 10 years after the fact of YouTube being around, it's still not a thing yet. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. So for me, I'll go ahead and do mine. Yeah, uh, Blue Couch Productions is a variety-based channel with a bunch of different content, including Let's Plays, reviews, live streams, and vlogs. A lot of the channel revolves around my personal view and opinions, as I have fun playing games, analyzing stuff, and talking about popular culture as a whole. There you go. Yeah. Which granted, cool. that's more of an on the spot one rather than a memorized one. What yeah, I probably yeah, same use for me. <laughs> right. What I probably use more is just what's in the description, right? The uh <laughs> the variety of different content, let's plays, vlogs, skits, and even streams and you know. Mm-hmm. And even then, if you ever watch the lines on a nerdcast, I kinda give a pitch like that at the very end of uh, a podcast and collapse. Right. So version of that, really. <laughs> that and I mean that's that's a really good point. Uh, we're going to talk about collabs at some point in this episode, and we're going to do an entire episode on collabs at some point. But uh, you know, knowing like how to market yourself in in audio or in person or anything like that with that elevator pitch, like the more collabs you do, the more times you're going to have to tell people this is my channel. This is why you should go check it out. Right. And if you can't say that, and if you're not confident in that, then it's going to be a lot harder to do that. Right. Mm. Because I hear too many people that just kind of have a Let's Play channel, and they're like, yeah, I do Let's Plays. <laughs> That's not enough. Or it's I stream. Enough. Even I just right. I stream. Like, that just doesn't tell us anything about you except the fact that you're doing the exact same thing that thousands of other people are doing that are also not successful yet. I'm a Twitch streamer and YouTube Let's Player. And... Yeah and you know see that's why like i'm not even talking about my gaming channel to people anymore like i mean if they ask about it like it's there right but it's like if me me just being like yeah i also have this channel where i do let's plays and streams like that's not you know engaging enough to to mention to potential clients or potential viewers or you know you know even people that i know um a lot of my a lot of my friends know me as uh, know, know about my Sabijan Games channel. And so right. I'll constantly have somebody come up to me and be like, yo, Sabijan Games, just like, to, you know, just like joke around. <laughs> um, and it's really weird, but I've been like 
pushing the fact that I have another channel now that's sure, a lot sure. better. <laughs> and like, granted, our pitches weren't perfect, but yeah, for in, sure. both, in both mine and Zach's, you could kind of get an idea of the sort of content we make, at least on a very base level, right? Mm. Imagine your channel is a business and imagine going into a boardroom full of investors. If you were to go up there and say, hi, I'm Zack Snyder. On my channel, Sabijan Games, I do Let's Plays. No one in their right mind would invest money <laughs> or throw it on the table based um, off that statement alone. <laughs> right. Like, I would have to follow it up with, I have 5 million subscribers and make $2 million a month. Like, in order for me, anybody to take me seriously. I would have right. to have numbers to back that up. And if you don't sure. have numbers, then you need to be interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need to have an angle that stands out. Not everyone's mm-hmm. going to be able to provide the, I have 8 million views or I have 3 million subscribers. You can exactly. provide interest. You can provide uniqueness. You can provide what your channel's about. For example, what kind of games do you play? Retro, modern, indie, action games. If you have a niche, you know, we often talk about like how niche channels have a pretty good uh, start. This is yeah. why. Because that niche is so easily marketable and it's so easy easy to spread and, and to talk about yourself that way. If you're just, I'm a Pokemon channel, you know, that's kind of broad. If you're, I'm a Pokemon channel focused on Gen 3, right? Like that's a, that's a little bit easier. That's a little bit easier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have variety, it gets, it gets a little bit tougher. <laughs> it does. It definitely is, is tougher. Um, and it's, you know, that's why another thing that we're going to talk about in this episode, when you're, you know, trying out other social media platforms or other mark, you know, places where you can market yourself. You do want to try different things that aren't just your typical content. You know, mm-hmm. if you do let's plays, that's awesome, but you should also be streaming. And then, you know, when you do like an Instagram account, it's going to be more personal stuff. You don't need to make sure you don't need to make it all let's play related. Mm-hmm. So, and it yeah. has to be it has to be varied too. It can't one hundred percent be your content. You know? Mm-mm. That's gonna be a rule of thumb for any of these social medias that we're gonna talk about here is that it can't all just one hundred percent be your content. As easy as that sounds, and as wonderful of a world you're imagining where all you have to do is post your links to Twitter and hope that they're just gonna get seen <laughs> by people. Yeah. Not how that works, right? And think about it, if you were a consumer of social media and you found this account where all you see is just link spam, why would you care? Right? <laughs> you know? You and I'm like guilty it. of this. I'm guilty of this. <laughs> I used to be. Mm-hmm. Most 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 beginning YouTube channels do that. Right. At some point. And most still do. And, you know, sometimes I still link spam st- certain things, you know. It just depends on what, what it is. You gotta Maybe be very in your approach. Yeah. So I you want to start getting into the uh, the different platforms that we have? Yeah, I think with those ground rules set, we can we can start getting into uh, all the different places in which you can market it and kind of give... All these are different, and they're all going to have pros and cons. So we'll go ahead and get into them. Yeah. Let's start with uh, good old Daddy Facebook. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. I thought we were going to start with MySpace. <laughs> I mean, we could. Grand, granddaddy MySpace is chilling, doing music stuff now. 
Um, if you're if you're a musician, I, I don't know. Maybe there's actually I have no idea what MySpace is doing. It's been three years, years since I've looked at it. Years, years. I never even had a MySpace. I didn't. No way. Kind of glad I didn't. Like, <laughs> it makes me stand out amongst the rest of the millennials that did have a MySpace. <laughs> right. Or who are too young to even remember MySpace. Or exactly. I'm right, right there in the, that little golden little golden age right there. There are people who were born in 2007 who are 11 now and have never heard of MySpace. Yeah, I have a sister that yeah. is 11 right now, and that blows my mind. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. We're old. We're old, though. Let's not talk about it. Like, I remember, I remember using dial-up internet, but I never had a MySpace, which makes me happy. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, Facebook. But Facebook. Thing number yeah. one. It's huge. Picture picture another social media platform, just anyone off the top of your head. It's smaller than Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. That's yeah, it right Facebook there. Facebook has has like a third of the human population on it now, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see how many. Let me go look at the actual number. Too many. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's incredible. Google okay, the search than, engine might be the only thing bigger. <laughs> more than 1 billion people are active on Facebook. So we got about a seventh of the population. Well, oh, 1.4 billion. Never mind. That's updated. So 1.4. So that's more like insane. a fifth. Like a fifth of the, the population is on, is on Facebook. So looking for an audience, they're somewhere on there. <laughs> there are so many places on Facebook where you can get your stuff seen. Uh, and it's and it's huge, and that's why you see people doing it. That's why Facebook marketing is a thing, because mm-hmm. there's so many potential views, potential customers, potential clients. You know, like a good a good chunk of Facebook is all business related, right? right? Like just totally ignoring the social media aspect of it. There is just a portion of Facebook dedicated to taking your money. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> which is which is crazy to think about. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing bigger, I think, is Google search engine as far as that's concerned, you know? I can like, see that. But that's not really a social media. And it's kind of hard to right. sell something to a search engine. Uh, but what do you know about Facebook? Because you've obviously had a lot more experience than I have. Well, I mean, right off the right off the bat, the thing that separates Facebook is that there's the personal, private part of it, and there's the public part of it. No other social media really does it like Facebook, except Instagram, but it's kind of... It's that's actually tied with Facebook. They're one in the same company. Um, so you you make an account on there and you have your private page, your account that you you know send instant messages through and you share things with your personal friends or family members. And then you have your your public page. If you're a content creator, you make a page on there that kind of advertises whatever it is: your YouTube channel, your business, your uh, your band these types of things. And so there's almost like this, you have to find a balance between using both for your advantage in terms of marketing on there. And that can be really tricky. That is a very hard balance. When I set up my Facebook account for the first time, it was so confusing. And keep in mind, like I am very much a social media, like new, like I mentioned earlier, I got a lot of them not based on personal interest, but just because mm-hmm. I had a YouTube channel and social media is a big part of it. So I got them, 
right? Right. So <laughs> it's probably crazy to imagine, but imagine like 2017 Aiden, right? You know, a good part into Facebook's life, trying to set up a Facebook account and a page for the first time and being wildly confused as if it was like <laughs> 2008, you know? Yeah. Is Facebook even that old? I don't even... <laughs> uh, yeah, Facebook's been around since, like, 2005, I think. Maybe yeah. even sooner. Let's see here. Facebook started... 2004. February 2004. As Face Smash. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Pre-YouTube. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. By, by about a year or so. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, like, I was so far behind... I had not known anything about it. And the concept of having your own account as well as a page as well very much threw me off, <laughs> especially coming from YouTube. Facebook is a well-oiled machine that has a lot of cogs. And, I mean, it, it ranges anywhere from, like I said, sharing things with your personal friends and families to having an instant messenger to where you can message anybody that you're a friend with. Or, I mean, you can really message anybody in the world with it to having games and groups and there's like, you can have notes on there. It's insane. There's so much you can do with Facebook um, that we just kind of take for granted uh, if you use it every day and things you don't even really think about. But when it comes to, you know, when it comes to doing the stuff for, you know, marketing, then that's where it really starts to get a little confusing. Sure, sure. And that can um, be pretty tough. So I guess to start out with Facebook, let's assume that... I feel like almost everybody has a Facebook these days. Yep. And so I'm going to assume that you've already used Facebook for a little while. You have friends and family on there. Um you don't have to be well-versed in it by any means, but you, you can kind of get your way around. Uh, mm -hmm. In that case, before you set up a page, which I do recommend, obviously, setting up a page for your specific YouTube channel, um, go ahead and start posting every once in a while the things that you're most proud of about your channel. Okay. So basically, this is just to like let people know that you know, you know, let the people that you know know that this is what you do. This is a part of your life. It's a part of your identity. Because that's what Facebook is for. It's for sharing with your friends what's going on in your life or sharing things that you're interested in. That's fair. That's fair and, enough. You know, it might, you might not be able to do this for everybody. Uh, there, You might, you know, have profanity in your videos. So not everybody <laughs> on your, you know, on your Facebook friends list. Would you like to know that? Uh, what's, what's nice is that there is a convenient option where you can make sure that you can like, uh, like hide certain posts from certain people. So that, that's a plus. I, I did not know that. Yeah. It's, it's nice. <laughs> I've learned something new today because yeah. I've had to deal with that battle several yeah. times because mm -hmm. like, you know, everyone's on Facebook, even your family, right? Exactly. So anytime you post a video that you're okay with. You know, you got to think in the back of your head. Is Uncle Susan, you know, <laughs> Uncle Susan. <laughs> nice. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Screw it. It's, it's 2018. If Uncle Susan, <laughs> would Uncle Susan be okay with that? I don't know. You know? Yeah. That's tough. That That's mm -hmm. tough. And it depends a lot on what your channel is, right? 
Right. There's not going to be a ton of family members who are even going to know what a Let's Play is. Right. So obviously, that's going to be a bit tougher than, let's say, you know, like a review or a how-to tutorial. Right? Mm. The stuff that most people on Facebook are seeing. Or dumb little, like, <laughs> dumb, dumb little three-second videos or memes or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, a bit different. A bit different from the content that, that you and I make. And, you know, I've gotten many, uh, many a message and a call of people... Who have seen my stuff and I'd be like, yeah, I really prefer it if you were to just, you know, not yeah. <laughs> for it like that. But at the same time, I kind of respond with like, you know, I'm 20, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> throw it out there. I'm an adult now. Throw it out there. Um, I, I, and a lot of this comes down to think about within your content, you know, posting the same types of things that you would already share on your fa- on your page. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look into it. I don't nearly post about my channel uh, as often as I could with my friends and family because I know that the ones that I that already have, you know, would like my content have already subscribed to the channel or at least watched a couple of my videos to see whether they liked them or not um, for the most part. And, you know, I, I like to I like to share little victories and stuff. And if I have a really, really good good video that I'm proud of making that I like post that. Um, but again, it is, it is, you don't want to turn your Facebook wall into a complete <laughs> montage of your YouTube channel, because then you're just going to have people that's going to unfriend you. Right. And even not even that, the thing with uh, the way that YouTube's algorithm works is if well, number one, YouTube links are not going to be seen that often from your friends. So this is interesting. If you just share straight YouTube links, um, you're probably not going to get a whole lot of response from it anyways because they don't like non-Facebook videos. That's true. Um, The other thing is that if you don't get that much uh, interaction on your posts, so if not many people comment on it, not many people like it, uh, your your posts are are going to be seen less often by those people that saw it and ignored it. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird. It's why, like, if you're like me, who has met a lot of people and adds, you know, people that I know on Facebook, uh, it has like a, over a thousand friends on Facebook. Um, it's why I don't see posts from probably 80% of the people that I'm friends with on there because I don't interact with some of the stuff that some of them puts out. Fair enough. <laughs> and so, you know, like, you know, maybe quantity isn't the best way to do this to obviously, uh, when it comes to marketing stuff, the way but, I've gotten around it kind of, and this is kind of like, not what I'm recommending people to do, but just mm-hmm. what I do personally. Yeah. Uh, so I found a way to, link uh i have a bot essentially mm-hmm. that anytime i post out a youtube video it goes to uh twitter and mm-hmm. then as a result another bot i think does it to facebook as well this also has a couple of interesting side effects because the twitter and the facebook one are connected mm-hmm. per se if i tweet something out or you know make posts that like separate the links between each other yeah those will also go on facebook as well Mm -hmm. 
which is which is an interesting thing. So they're essentially, <laughs> so I'm essentially running them the same way. Uh, but then again, you know, I, I all that stuff people... is only on my page. It's not on my personal account. I very much there's a right. wall there, you know. And I don't recommend people do this because it's linked still even with your Twitter posts. So maybe Facebook isn't showing them to a lot of people. The most interaction I get on Facebook just as a whole, by the way, and I'm going to go ahead and throw that out, is mm. my dad and uh, fans of Blue Couch Productions who are also on Facebook that like those posts. Mm. It's obviously not my breadwinner. It's not my whole focus. I don't spend a ton of time on it as much as Twitter, per se. Uh, but this was just an easy workaround for me where I could kind of get a little bit of that Facebook pie although i would argue i'm probably not optimizing it the best way possible you're not <laughs> yeah. i'll be honest with you it's sure. i have i have a couple of facebook friends um that do this with their twitter on their regular wall i know damien does this with twitter but he doesn't use facebook he just doesn't care about it anymore um the it, it what it does is like it, it's part of that like quantity of posts that aren't getting any kind of like feedback because it's twitter posts and some of your Twitter posts are retweets and some of them are responses and to, to other people. And some of them are just mindless stuff that doesn't make sense on Facebook. And it's why sure. one of the biggest things that I would recommend and the reason I can recommend this is because I've heard it from other people that know their shit and I've kind of seen it myself is that you really want to look at each social media platform as something completely different. That's fair. And that's a lesson I didn't know starting out and even now, mm. right? So even in this podcast, right. I'm kind of getting some new stuff here, which yeah, is cool. for sure. Yeah. Retweets don't show up, by the way. Interesting. They don't? Enough. Okay. Yeah. I thought they did. Sometimes they do. Uh, and you might have it disabled so that it doesn't. Yeah. Replies don't either. It's just posts that I make as well as links and stuff. Okay. So you must have the bot set up so that it'll not put that other stuff. Right. Because sometimes it will do that for for certain people Fair um, <laughs> and and it's like you know the thing that twitter is really good about is really short form content stuff um where everything is well i mean we'll get into twitter in a second facebook is their algorithms are so weird and their algorithms are constantly changing and we could literally do an entire podcast just about <laughs> Facebook and the way it is used for marketing and stuff right? Um, and content creation in general. You know, they got their own video platform now that's doing really good. Uh, some people will see higher views on Facebook than they will on YouTube. And that's a tip that I think is interesting. If you can get your stuff through Facebook video rather than through YouTube links, then you'll have a much better time. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I need to get back into doing this myself. I just didn't want to continue posting the same YouTube videos on Facebook, but you know, maybe, I don't know. I, I still haven't figured out what's best there. Original content on all platforms is like having original content separated between the different platforms is ideal at the end of the day. Right. But there's but no way one of us are going to be able to do that. <laughs> right. Not now, right? right. Not yeah. now. If you you have, a have team, like a team. Yeah. It's definitely more possible. But My favorite part of Facebook in general isn't like just the page or even mm. the little accounts. My actual favorite part and what I use it for most is the groups. I think Absolutely. that's that's where the value is. Um, 
both for marketing and also just for like growing just in general <laughs> mm-hmm. i feel like facebook groups are so cool and that's part of the reason uh i joined is because i knew zach was in several of them and i like hit him up i'm like yo you know there's like nine thousand facebook groups out there <laughs> do you know of any of them you know do you know of any i could join and i've joined a couple now and you know sometimes that's beneficial uh, but again Link spamming in groups is no different than link spamming on a page or a wall, right? Right. Uh, gr- groups are really good. Uh, groups are the most utilized thing that I use on Facebook now. I rarely post to my personal account anymore just because I don't have a lot of, like, I just don't have a lot I want to really share with everybody anymore. I'm not that much of a sharer in terms of regular Facebook because most of what I share is on YouTube. <laughs> right, <laughs> Let's right. be honest, you know, or Twitter. Um, and so the, uh, there's the Facebook page that I do have that I don't use nearly quite as much as I used to. And that's because I'm still trying to figure out how exactly I want to use it. Um, because I used to have the Twitter bot that went straight to the Facebook. I used to have the YouTube bot that just put all the YouTube videos straight to Facebook. Um, I used to do all that kind of stuff and I found that that didn't work and it Mm -hmm. doesn't help. Um, so I'm trying to put more thought into like, you know, the posts and stuff, but the Facebook groups are the thing that I use the most. Uh, I'm a part of some entrepreneur groups. I'm a part of some Facebook, uh, I mean, some YouTube groups, uh, some movie review groups for my movie reviews. Really what's great about the groups is finding niche, like very small niche groups mm-hmm. that have a lot of interaction and you can talk to a lot of people that are interested in the same things as you and be able to share your content without being a link spammer because everybody hates those. You know what I kind of see it as? And I don't know if this comparison is even remotely valid mm-hmm. uh, because the thing I'm comparing to, I haven't used. Yeah. The way it was kind of worded there made me think of Facebook groups as just a better Reddit. Uh, yeah, I, I would it, I'd say so. In terms of that, you're not going to get banned and thrown out the window, not in terms of like actual success because that it depends. Depend. Right. It does yeah. depend because there's, you know, there are definitely Facebook groups that have no, uh, no sharing policies or no, you know, no self promo policies. But they're very upfront of, about that. <laughs> they are very upfront about that. Meanwhile, Reddit will ban you <laughs> for, right. for things you didn't know you were doing wrong. So I think that's kind of cool. It, yeah. you, if you thought about Reddit, but kind of like want to, want to start a bit smaller or maybe you want to like kind of get into that a little bit facebook mm-hmm. groups hey, that's a way yeah when you start out you get mm-hmm. a lot of the same benefits yeah for sure and you might think well let me go join these facebook groups with twenty thousand people and like you can do that but i would recommend finding small small facebook groups yeah like, that's where you're gonna get your most value those with like a hundred people in it like, just think about it. If you get, like, 20 people from that 100 group to like your post, you might get 20 new followers, new 20 new subscribers, you know? Uh, that helps. Every little every little count helps. You know, every little amount helps. Agreed. So, Chances are those big groups with 20,000 are probably... They're not going to be able to keep a discussion, like, <laughs> in one place. Yeah. The majority and, of them are link spam groups, anyway. So. Majority of them are link spam. The ones that aren't link spam, you still get like stupid posts. Right. So many stupid Facebook posts. <laughs> uh, like 
dude, don't join an anime group. Just don't do it. You get some of the dumbest shit. That's fantastic. Oh, man. I, That's I mean, a video idea right there. That is a video idea. It's dumb shit you see on Facebook all yeah. the fucking time in groups. That's amazing. Oh, man. Um, it, it, like I said, it, it really just depends, like, what your niche is and then find people with similar interests as you. Mm-hmm. Put those I groups have, on your favorites. You'll be good to go. I do have one group where I put links in there in particular. Mm. Uh, but it's Let's Play Gaming ones in particular. And also, yeah. rather than just the link itself for the Let's Plays, I often have like a little uh, a little paragraph at least explaining what's mm. going on. Which yeah, I feel sure. does a little bit to distinguish yourself out. And granted, haven't seen a ton of results from it yet. But... Not even just a couple of days ago, one of those people on those Facebook groups commented on one of my Kirby uh, LPs. Not not on Facebook, but on the video itself, which hardly ever happens. That's right cool. There. So I can't say it's been fruitless for the most part, but I figured, you know what? Hey, with Let's Plays, there's no there's no place I'm going to be able to like legitimately post these, right? No, unfortunately. Just... You know, <laughs> no one on Twitter, no one on Reddit, no one on anywhere gives a shit really a lot of the time about right. let's play parts so i figured a facebook group where people just post links and occasional paragraphs sure right am i expecting amazing results i'm expecting like one or two views that's mm-hmm. that's what you know i don't think i don't think link spam facebook groups are terrible to contribute to because you're just doing the exact same thing everybody else is doing there you know, the worst thing that could happen is that you just get no traction whatsoever on it. And to um, be fair, they do have a rule. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a fairly big group, but you're only allowed to post one link every 24 hours. So it keeps it so much less cluttered. That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Dog, yeah. why? Why must you <laughs> forsake me on my marketing <laughs> podcast? No. But I feel um, like that rule's cool. It helps keep things cluttered. Less definitely. Cluttered. The biggest problem with those kind of groups is you get a ton of sub for subbers, and it it it's really annoying. And then you just got you just got to be the bigger man and just not sub for sub. And when people say, "Hey, you want to sub for sub?" just be like, "Nah," and then go link them to our podcast episode where we talked about sub for sub. (laughs) Exactly. The group I'm referring to there, where Mm -hmm. I post links, uh, is called Let's Play YouTube Together. Okay. About I'm 100 probably a part of it. You are. Uh, <laughs> about 114 members uh, with Zach, Darklight Dreamer, and a couple of people I know. Okay. But it's mostly just links and occasional paragraphs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there's a couple of groups that I've been a part of in the last year that are very adamant about not link spamming or not putting links in at all. And they're really good groups in the fact that it does kind of help everybody. Like people are able to get a lot of feedback from it. However, they're still very small to the point where they practically died at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's very unfortunate because there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Because there's the, the group members that are on there are either too busy to keep up with it, like I would consider myself, or uh, they went there specifically to span their links fair and one of the ones can do a lot of it one of the ones that doesn't have a lot of link spam that i don't really post on per se but i do really enjoy the conversations 
Mm-hmm. Is the uh, YouTube Coalition of Content Creators there? Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually a mod on that one. You are. Dark Play Dreamer is also on that one, as well as mm-hmm. Caffeinated Dragon and a bunch of other people. And I'm on there. I don't post anything, granted. I just look. Uh, mm. There's a lot of interesting shit on there. <laughs> yeah, I I wish that that's kind of one that's kind of died. Like, nobody really uses it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, all the mods have kind of just kind of given up, which kind of sucks. Uh, the creator himself doesn't even do Let's Play anymore. Or make YouTube videos, which kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, so that that can't end up happening. You can find some really good groups that work for a while, and then just end up they just end up dying. <laughs> it yeah. happens. It does I mean, happen. I mean, that's the thing about a lot of these uh, social media marketing things is like, how much time do I want to spend on Facebook getting my stuff out there that is not considered link spam? While also keep in mind that I have to run a YouTube channel with daily uploads on the side. Mm-hmm. You know? And for many people, there just isn't enough time. And if I'm having to pick between one or the other, you know, nine times out of ten, it's YouTube. Right. So. Which, granted, there's always time. There's always there time is. to market your stuff out there. I'm just lazy or don't even bother, you know? Definitely. <laughs> a lot no, of time. Absolutely. But there are some days when, like, when work needs to be done, Facebook kind of sits there. Right. That makes sense. We have talked a lot about Facebook. I didn't think we'd spend that much time on it. That's crazy. I feel like that's the biggest one, though. True. I don't think we're going to talk as much about some of the other ones, but I guess we'll see. So, quick little thing about Facebook. Don't link spam. Join Mm. groups. I think that's just important in general. And have a page separate from your own account. Mm -hmm. And block people that send you game requests. It's 2018. First up. Don't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that too. No sub for sub. Not in my house. Oh, and join an anime group for the memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's just a oh, that's man. Just content creation tip right there. You want yeah. the next new hot series? <laughs> uh, there it is. I'm about to make a, about to make a fi- video series now. That'd be pretty good. I'd watch that. Yeah. All but right. Facebook has a lot of people. It definitely is worth it to at least put forth an effort on the mm. Facebook uh the way i'm doing it probably isn't advised (laughs) but it's something it's it's an effort something yeah so i don't know you know just get on there experiment there's lots of youtube tutorials about facebook in general and there's lots of articles and i mean it's 2018 this website's been around for 14 years now so (laughs) you can you can find stuff and information that you need about it so, in the groups, man. That's where it's up. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk just put on a book called Crushing It, and it's got an entire half of the book dedicated to all of the platforms that he uses. Okay. So uh, I might go ahead and put a, uh, a link to that in the description. That'd be pretty good. Because that'd be good. And your boy got Amazon affiliate program, so, you know, help Ooh. a brother out. Ooh. Help a brother out. Uh, the next one, Twitter. Twitter. I love Twitter. I do too. Twitter is the, if you're not into social media and you want one to start out with, that's also still good years after the fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. My money on Twitter. <laughs> I, I'd i agree. I think Twitter is a great place to start. Yeah. Very um, simple. Make an account and you tweet. That's about it. <laughs> there's so much traffic that goes through Twitter every single day. That even if you put garbage content up on there, 
garbage tweets and stuff, like people are going to forget about it in 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, someone else is already posting something else, you know, mm-hmm. like it happens so quickly. Yeah. So I, I, I would agree. I think Twitter is a great place to start. Um, but where the in, money at in Twitter, Zach? Where's the money? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> where the money at? <laughs> um, what do you really like using Twitter for? Um, so if I'm bored, it's <laughs> the one thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number two, there are a good bit of links of my own stuff here. Mm. I would say that makes up about a fourth of it. Another okay. good bit is community interaction in mm. the form of... Uh, retweets and stuff but also probably outside of discord itself twitter is where most of the blue couch faithful is you know outside of like discord and youtube a lot of them are on twitter so it's very easy to just like you know you can comment on youtube and get to me that way but you could also just message me and i'll be there like way quicker so community interaction i feel like it's very good and then probably the last bit of what i spend on twitter is just like shouting other people out like i've tweeted a lot of your videos out i've tweeted a lot of other stuff out of just things i really like uh Mm -hmm. so it's a mix of community interaction my own links and personal stuff uh and then just shouting people out as well as just you know me tweeting at taco bell because i'm bored (laughs) yeah exactly stuff like that twitter is the water cooler of the internet Mm -hmm. and i wish i came up with that myself but i didn't uh, but that's what it is. You know, people go there to talk about anything and everything that they're interested in. Uh, anything that's trending at the time on the internet is probably trending on Twitter. If, you know, if it's the Super Bowl, people are talking about it and you're going to see a lot of people talking about it. If it's a new movie coming out, people are going to be talking about it. You're going to see a lot of people talking about it. Um, it's, it's a really great place to just kind of put your input on anything and everything at any point in in time during the day. And if anybody cares, they'll, you know, they'll interact with it. Sure. In the form of likes or retweets or maybe Mm -hmm. even comments. Ooh. Ooh, Or a follow. Ooh. But Twitter, Twitter, Mm -hmm. Twitter is the beginning of hashtag culture. Yeah. We're getting a lot of hashtags here, which I don't know. Do they happen on Facebook? If they do, I don't know. <laughs> they do. They do. And you can technically like, I don't know how many people actually search up things on Facebook that aren't like people or places or things or, you know, like actual brands. Right. But if people are looking for, for some odd reason, let's play Mega Man on Facebook <laughs> And you put that hashtag Mega Man hashtag Let's Play, you're going to come up uh, earlier in the thing. Yeah. It's I don't like use hashtags you know. on Facebook. But yeah, you can use them on there. I mean, you can use them on YouTube too, by the way. Ooh. Yeah. You can put, you can put hashtags in your uh, descriptions. And it's supposed to help with SEO. At least that's what I read a couple months that's ago. On the internet. So I, I, I don't know how much of that is actually true. I haven't seen it work a whole lot for me yet, but uh, but yeah, hashtag culture. Super it important. It is big. Big, big, big on Twitter. Enormous. But Aiden, I am 39 years old. No, that's, that's, that's young. <laughs> that's still young. But yeah. Aiden, I am 58 years old yeah. and I don't know what a hashtag is. I thought it was mm. the pound sign on my rotary <laughs> phone. Can you tell me what a hashtag is? <laughs> 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 that's wonderful 
That's amazing. I just, I just, I just want that. Um, no, Palatons ain't even on rotary phones. What am I talking about? That's so <laughs> um, hashtags for those unaware are uh, essentially just like words, phrases, or topics that you can put at the little end of your post there. So, you know, if I post a stupid uh, photo with Ethan wearing a Spider-Man mask, for example, you know, hypothetically, mm. I can put hashtag Spider-Man at the end of it. And anybody mm. who searches up that hashtag or even clicks on it will see a bunch of tweets related to it that includes that particular uh, hashtag. Right. I feel like I did a pretty good job explaining that. I don't, I don't yeah, know. yeah. So that's how good. things get trending on Twitter. Um, people are talking about the Super Bowl. That's just something that happened recently. They're mm-hmm. going to use the hashtag Super Bowl, whatever number was it? Was it 60? Uh, was it? No, 50, 53, 54. Okay. Roughly. I don't know anything about Super Bowl. But wow. Baker. <laughs> yeah. <Anchor. laughs> yeah. Just saying. Uh, you know, people put, put, people that, put that hashtag... And uh, anybody else that wants to talk about the Super Bowl, they can just go click on that that hashtag and see a lot of other people that talked about it. And it's really cool. It's kind of the thing that gets you noticed. Exactly. And that's that's what's going to separate the person just starting out on Twitter for the ones who really know what they're doing on you know, Twitter. How, how are you going to get your stuff seen? Hashtags. How are you going to market your stuff? Hashtags. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get your stuff out there? Hashtags. Not even... Not even necessarily popular ones, mm-hmm. just ones surrounding that particular topic, you know? Ones that, that are, yeah, exactly. That Related could get topics. Paid or could get noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. And there are a rule out there that, like, your post should probably at least have, like, one or two hashtags in there. Just, yeah, pretty much. I don't do that. But. <laughs> I don't do it for every one of them because I don't think every one of them needs to be something that gets, you know, viral or popular or seen you know um but yeah hashtags is the first way and then the second way is adding people yeah don't Um, at me don't at me me. if you know somebody that would be interested in whatever you're posting you can add them and they'll get a notification that you added them or if you're talking about somebody in the uh in the tweet then you can add them and they'll you know We'll do it. I've had quite a few different like posts on Twitter. Um, they're not even posts; they're just tweets. You know, they're they're not big enough to be posts. Uh, go like not viral, but get a lot of retweets or likes because I added a certain bigger account. Right. And sometimes they get seen. Most of the time they don't, but they do. Then you it's might get new heart. followers from it. Right. That's that's a good way to get out to companies, especially I found. Mm-hmm. Make Absolutely. a make a funny tweet about Cheese It's and then at Cheese It, you know? Yeah. Just in there. And then they might mm-hmm. like retweet your stuff or whatever, and you can DM them and be like, Hey, you want more of that? Want more of that? <laughs> I got you. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good way to open the door. Uh, and for relationships just as well, you know, with a mm-hmm. lot of bigger influences and stuff like that. And that and that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I got an internship, apprenticeship on Twitter. That's um, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I got, you know, there's there's been multiple moments where I've met people through Twitter uh, that, that come check out my stuff, and they end up staying, sticking around, which is pretty cool. 
<laughs> you can't you can't deny those relationships, especially mm. on Twitter. You know. Yeah, I people really are, like Twitter. People are just a lot more interested to yeah. on on Twitter. At least I found, or at least they're a lot more active in terms of you know. It can be a lot of work to respond to someone on on Facebook and YouTube. Twitter is very much not the case. Right. right? People will take a lot of time out in their day to just respond, like retweet stuff on Twitter because it's just so fast. It's so quick. Mm. It's like instant, instant gratification, just right then. Right. right. And it's a lot cleaner in those in those aspects when you get those notifications. Sure. Almost. Um. You get you get notification you get notifications on Facebook for so many different things throughout the day mm-hmm. that more often than not I ignore ninety five percent of my notifications these days because it's like <laughs> somebody posted in this let's play group right it's like somebody that I don't watch I don't know why I'm getting their these notifications um, <laughs> so Twitter I know that most of the notifications I get are related to something that I've posted. Mm-hmm. or somebody that I follow that I have liked a lot of their stuff or retweeted a lot of their stuff that I might be interested in. So I feel like it's a lot more streamlined that way, which yeah. is good. A lot of its appeal is in the fact that it is so simple and is so easy, granted. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a right. lot of the you don't get a lot of the trash that you see on Facebook. Or at least you if you do, do, you can ignore it a lot just ignore it, yeah. Because yeah. again, there's so much stuff coming at you. You're like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Your garbage tweet will be flooded down by like thirty other good ones. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think, and I think uh, Twitter is that kind of place you can really let your personality shine. Oh, sure. So if you're an entertainer, you know, if you do let's plays or if you do reviews or whatever it may be, you can easily go on there and make some funny tweets about your day. And more than likely, if they're actually funny, people will like them and retweet them. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I do most of my. Uh, posting on twitter a mm. lot of the time because it's yeah. so it's so quick and easy just to get like i'm in taco bell or here's a funny picture oh here's a retweet here's a link right like i can easily keep up with it and mm. get a part of myself out there that i couldn't normally do on on youtube and discord and people are just they're interested they're interested exactly in different, it's a different community and group it's the reason why when i post stuff on twitter that it goes to facebook and not the other way around Right. Because, like, I wouldn't do that on Facebook. I don't have the time to. I don't have the interest to. And it wouldn't get as much feedback. Guarantee. Right. That makes sense. And then I think the, uh, you know, the other thing is using it as an update system is really nice. Sure. Sure. Not going to have a video out today? Go directly to Twitter and tweet it. Done. Mm -hmm. It's the people that care about that. Are probably following you on Twitter, right? The your most loyal, your one percent, exactly. Nine out of ten, if you have a Twitter, they'll probably be on it. You know, exactly. Which yeah, I, think I really like Twitter. Um, you can set up. I have YouTube automatically sets up every time I do a upload or have a stream. It'll automatically send that link straight to Twitter. Uh, I think it's fine for Twitter just because there's so much you're putting out anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as that's not the only thing you're doing on Twitter, you're using it for your updates. You're using it for funny comments. You're using it for, you know, conversations and retweets and curating other content that you like. Then I'd say go with the link posting on there because you might as well. It's your, you know. Just don't let it be the forefront. 
exactly on that don't one. let it be the only thing you know <laughs> that's that's the biggest mistake i see from people sure sure and you can get the mobile app and just do video directly from it you know mm-hmm. talked about like facebook video and all that sort of stuff twitter videos like done right? exactly don't even have to think about it granted there's a time limit but it's really good for like short little videos that you can just post out there let people see it your thoughts are out there it's a lot more engaging that way like than just a simple tweet is mm. and i feel the effect of that is just enormous when when it's done right right which is why i don't tweet video a whole lot but when i do when i do it it's great mm-hmm. so be out there and uh tweet some tweet some videos if you can which granted yeah, i think you can only I do agree. on the mobile app but hey get the mobile app anyway you can upload videos too Okay. Yeah, but what's like like two and a half minutes or something like that? I don't know. Sure. Might even be longer. It might be like a ten minute thing. I don't know. If yeah. you if you're the type of person who wants to get into the social media thing to at least market their stuff and get that stuff out there, I wholeheartedly recommend starting with Twitter over Facebook and really even any of the other ones on here on this list that we have. I agree. At the end of the day, it's something so easy that you can do and you can get a lot of benefits out of it. And then, you know, as you get comfortable with Twitter and kind of get the idea, expanding out to these other platforms, you can do slowly one at a time. But I think for most people, Twitter is a good, a good starting place. Mm-hmm. 100%. But with that That's being good. said, let's move on to a platform I never use at all, Reddit. Ooh. Reddit, yay. Ooh. I'll tell you about that time I got banned from the Marvel <laughs> subreddit. <laughs> On the podcast we did with Jay, might have. Yeah, might have. Um, Reddit's such an interesting platform. We were there's, we were not too kind with it on on the Jay interview podcast. There's so many big channels that have gotten big because of Reddit. That's true. That's true. And they've gotten big through self promotion and through people sharing their content. However, Reddit has such a big policy surrounding self-promotion and how it's bad and they don't want to see it on their website. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really hard to market yourself on this platform. It's a contradiction. It's, it's, it's exactly a contradiction. Mm-hmm. It's a big contradiction of like, look at all these results of all these people getting big through Reddit. Oh, by the way, you can't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like, wait, what? Yep. It works, but you can't do it. Right. So there's you ways to get around crafty. it. <laughs> right you do have to be crafty and i've i've had people ask me to do a video about this and i, I will do one at some point i've got to really make sure i know my shit so i don't get fucking crucified for this <laughs> um but we'll talk about it on the podcast the biggest thing that i find to work well on reddit that is completely moral on you know by their standards is to share content that helps other people. And uh, typically, you might not even want to share the video itself, but share it a post about a thing that you talked about in a video that helps other people. <laughs> um, so if you're a Let's Player and you frequent the Let's Play subreddit, which I did for a while last year, um, the thing that I found to be the most beneficial on that subreddit was when I did videos related to YouTube, giving advice on my YouTube. Mm, I'm sorry, on my YouTube do's and don'ts series that I did for a little while. 
Um, I wouldn't post the video because I wasn't allowed to do that, but I'd post uh, basically almost a, the script of the video and then say, by the way, I have a video of this on my channel. You can find the link in the in my name on here uh, and you know, so you can check it out. And I did get new viewers from that. I did get people that stuck around and that still stuck around. Yeah, you're providing value. Right. So that's the biggest way to get you know, support on, on Reddit is through providing value with other people for other people. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, the main key with Reddit as a whole is that even if you do get crafty with sharing content, your main goal needs to be, and I'm really bad about this. I got to fix this is contributing more to other people's posts than sharing your own stuff. Okay. So being more of a, you know, being a true community member. So for every like one link post, you need to have like two or three not related to it at all. Right. Okay. Right. That makes sense. So, um, I'll use, I'll use Jay's example. Jay's frequents Reddit a lot. He is also a big fan of the CW superhero shows like the flash and arrow and Supergirl and all that. He uses Reddit to share his uh, his reviews on there. He shares his video reviews on the, those Reddit subreddits, mm -hmm. and most of the time he does fine without getting any backlash from moderators. Sometimes he does get backlash, but one of the big things that he does is that he likes those shows so much, and he likes being a part of that community so much that he's constantly commenting on other people's posts. He's constantly, you know, providing actual things to conversations rather than just trying to get views off of the subreddit. Sure. And that can go a long way into giving you some legitimacy. <clears throat> right. It really helps build up your, you know, your rapport with these people. Gotcha. Um, when it comes to actually sharing on Reddit, the best way to do it, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to share your links is to check the subreddit beforehand, make sure it's actually related to the video you want to share. Uh, make sure that in their rules, it doesn't say anything about no self-promotion. If it says no self-promotion, you might as well not even post it. You're just going to waste 10 minutes of your time and because it's going to get completely banned or right. completely blocked. And you might even get banned off of that, that Reddit, that subreddit. <clears throat> they kind of counteract self-promotion by making sure that you can't post more than one post within 10 minutes. Ooh. So if you post a post, no matter what it is, you have to wait at least 10 minutes or you have to wait a number of 10 minutes before you can post again. Hmm. And then if you post again, you have to wait another 10 minutes before you can post again. So they really don't want you link spamming. <laughs> There's huge effort put toward the Right. That's insane. So that's another reason. It's like, unless you want to waste your time and make sure you're double checking the subreddit, make sure that it's they're actually going to allow you to post a link of your video. Make sure it's actually, you know, related to your video and then go from there. And then it's kind of caution at your own risk. Every subreddit is different. Every moderator on every subreddit is different. Um, sometimes you're going to get a lot of views from a, from a subreddit and it's going to be nice. Other times you're going to get banned from the Marvel subreddit, even though that was your first post. <laughs> yeah the heck man yeah and it doesn't matter how good your content is either it really doesn't because you can get a shitty meme 
get 200 views because you put it on the Sonic subreddit and they don't care about quality control because it's Sonic. (laughs) (sighs) And other times you're going to get, you know, you're going to get this 25 minute video that it took you hours and hours to make just gone. And you never get a chance to contribute in a single post on Marvel. That's how it goes. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. I mean, so I've, I've talked careful. about my thoughts on Reddit before, on a little bit on the J podcast and other ones as well. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I'm a little bit turned off by it. Not to say that, like, there isn't benefits because of the course there is, and I've seen them firsthand. Mm-hmm. But you hear a lot of horror stories, and you see a lot of ridiculously dumb things. Mm-hmm. And the amount of work that you have to put into it is a bit more than what I'm used to on Twitter, on Discord on YouTube, on other places that we're going to talk about here. Right. That for me, oftentimes feels like there's this kind of mountain or wall to climb before I can even remotely see benefits on the other side. Which Mm -hmm. granted, if I was just a part of a community and didn't look at it from the mindset of YouTuber who needs views, (laughs) (laughs) I would probably see it from a different perspective. But because I am on that edge, Mm -hmm. uh, it, feel, it feels very, very challenging for me to, to go ahead and hop on or, or come in with welcoming open arms uh, when right. you hear a lot of a lot of what goes down from you personally, from Jay, and just from all other, other corners of the internet. Reddit, Reddit sometimes gets a better rap. Hmm. I was very weary to get on it for the longest time, and mainly because it's kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get started on it. You kind of don't know where to start or what you're doing. Um, and so it takes a lot of time and effort on your part to kind of learn the platform, as all platforms do. But Reddit particularly is, it's a little difficult mm-hmm. to figure out at first. Um, so I, like last summer I took, or I think it was even last spring, <laughs> I took like a lot of time out of my day to just kind of learn the platform. And I still don't know the ins and outs of it. There's still a lot of things that I do wrong on it. Um, And I'm still getting banned from subreddits. So (laughs) at the end of the day, it really does come down to, you know, doing your homework and really trying to figure out how you can use this, not only as an advantage to your channel, but also as a way to like help other people and bring value to communities that you would want to be a part of anyways. Right. Right. You kind of have to have that interest outside of, of your channel as a whole, even. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just a little bit tougher than some of these other ones here. It is, because we're talking about marketing, and this is more of a uh, community aspect thing than it is marketing. Fair. Um, it, I mean, it's it's hard. It, it, it is. Right. It's confusing a lot, but... <laughs> Will I say difficult Reddit is... Uh... But, like, on the other hand, it isn't, like, TV and billboard ads, you know? That's true. The hoops you would have to jump through to even get one of those ads. And then for it to probably see less people than it would have on Reddit. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. So, like, by comparison, Reddit's pretty great, actually, you know? Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the things that I recently had set up was uh, my own subreddit, which sounds stupid because nobody cares about that yet. But I didn't even set it up. <laughs> Jay set it up for me. He was like, I'm going to make you a subreddit. And I was like, all right. Uh, so, I, I mean, you know, that's that's a good thing to have at some point. Because 
one of these days, if the channel gets big, hopefully it will, you know, or at least, you know, we get a, you know, a good little, little viewer base. We can have a lot of people that contribute to that subreddit on, uh, you know, on Reddit. That could be really cool. It'd be cool. You know? Yeah. Not at that stage. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I really like the platform. I do. I think there's a lot of benefits. I think the, the, the detriments definitely, uh, kind of hurt you as a beginner on the website. And I still consider myself as a beginner on the website. Mm -hmm. Um, so plus I also, it just takes so much time to contribute to that site. Fair. So you really have to love it. You almost have to come from an era where people before Facebook and Twitter and other social media sites, people were going to forums to talk about the things they love. Sure. You almost have to go back to that mindset and, uh, because that's what Reddit is. It's a bunch of forums. Yeah. Kind of strung together. Yeah. So you have to, you, you really kind of have to have an obsession with the things that you enjoy, which I mean, I'm assuming most people would have if they have a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. you know, you're making let's plays. You obviously really love gaming. So maybe go to the gaming subreddits, go to the let's play subreddits and really try to contribute to it in some way or, you know, or another. I think a lot of it too just has to do with the mindset of a YouTuber a lot of the time. Because mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about on this podcast, if you want your channel to do well, you kind of need to be providing value to other people. Right. And you think about that and you're like, well, Reddit's kind of the same way, right? You, you provide value through your posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it isn't. Because what one person considers value, in our case, videos targeted to a certain community others see as like toxic venom that you're like spewing all over the place, even if it is good. Right. Right. Yeah. So you got to think like as much as YouTube is going to prioritize, you know, good videos, Reddit might not even want anything to do with your video. Right. Like right. Reddit might not even want to see a video from you without like 10 other posts that are like just text alone and providing value before you even go along the range of a video. post. Right. So it's almost like preferring a totally different medium as a whole, but like as the YouTuber, you're like, come on, man, videos provide value. I've experienced that firsthand. And then you're going to be like, no, it doesn't. Like it, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Another thing that's interesting about Reddit is let's say you like, you want to make it work for you. And so you go to Twitter where you, which you have already followers and you have people that are loyal to you, or you go to your discord you have, you know, people that already enjoy your content and you post a Reddit post. You're like, hey, guys, I just shared this video on this subreddit. Can you guys go upvote it and comment on it? If you do that, you might lose your account. <laughs> you literally might lose your account. Oh, Not be banned. Just lose your account because wow. it's against their their reticate, which is what they call it. Um, it's, it's just not allowed. You can't ask people to upvote your stuff. It's such an interesting culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna wait till your Reddit video. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's gonna be a little while, man. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> so I guess my best advice is, you know, go in with optimism, but be cautious. Don't link spam. And if you find yourself doing it, be very clever. Just be very super clever with everything you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. You gotta know when to post and what you're posting exactly. Exactly. Make sure your thing uh, has value in a particular instance. Mm-hmm. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. One day, one day I'll be on Reddit and I'll be singing its praises. Today is not that day. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but I'm not going to argue that it that's that's not substantial because it is. It's all. Right, it's valuable. But moving on now to another platform mm-hmm. I don't use. <laughs> We're two in a row on this one. Uh, oh what's it? What's the deal with this? With this Instagram? What's the, Instagram is what's a great platform. For when you see a hot chick that you don't know on the internet, and you, but you know her name, mm-hmm. you can just go to her Instagram and you can see a bunch of pictures of her. Like, hey, it's, it's great. <laughs> I need to join Instagram today. Hold on, let me get myself an account. <laughs> let me go ahead and sign up here real quick. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's Instagram, boys and girls. No, um, I mean, well, however, while that is true, and I did talk to Jay about this recently on a on a video that we'd collabed on. <laughs> Can I have like a like a ten minute conversation about this? Um, uh, Instagram is is basically a place to share pictures and video. Ooh, that's what it comes down to: pictures and video. Video can only be a minute long. Okay. It can't be any longer. Um, there is the Instagram stories feature, which got taken from Snapchat, which I forgot to mention on this list. Um, but we can talk about Snapchat too a little bit. I ain't got none to say on Snapchat. I'm um, below not even a noob. Like a beta. Do you know what? Do you know what a Snapchat story or an Instagram story is? I probably heard it before, but I don't recall. Okay, so essentially, it's like your daily vlog. Okay. You use a, the Instagram story. We'll just go with Instagram right now. It's the same thing with Snapchat. But you use your Instagram story to share things, whether it be videos or pictures of your day. Uh, and you, after 24 hours of that video or picture being up, that picture or video gets deleted. Huh. Okay. And so essentially it's kind of like a daily vlog type thing without you having to do a whole lot of editing. You can upload videos to your story. And so you can like, you know, do some editing or whatever. If you have like specific things you want to share, but it's really just a great place to kind of document your day. But they never stay um, up though. They don't stay up. You okay. can add them to your profile later. Uh, I think you can archive these things now and show them later if you, if you don't want to make them private afterwards um but that's more advanced stuff that i really don't know about myself Hmm. um but essentially uh when vine shut down i do know this i do know a lot of viners went to instagram a lot of viners went to instagram and then the rest of them went to youtube yeah um a lot of a lot of them found success on Instagram because of that short content, like that one minute. As soon as I uh, heard that, I'm like, "That's that Vine culture, straight up." Is what that is. Oh yeah, absolutely. The one minute video, I'm like, okay, yeah, so mm. we're, this is where Vine went essentially. Yeah. Until Vine two, baby. <laughs> Vine two. I think Vine two might be fake. You think? I think it might be fake. I want it to be. There, there definitely are Vine 2 fake uh, accounts that I was following for a while because they would just like say some bullshit about something's getting launched today and then it wouldn't happen. I was like, okay. And so I have a feeling that the entire thing is fake. Hmm. But I'm going to let it, I'm gonna let it run its course. Fair. And see what happens. Because I mean, the day that it launches, if it launches, I'm going to get on it. Maybe we can talk about Vine 2 one day on the podcast, but... Um, going back to Instagram, it's, it's basically pictures and videos. Um, you can post, you know, 
can post anything from selfies to infographics to, um, you know, maybe you're a video gamer and you want to share part of your collection. You can take a picture of it. Maybe you want to share a highlight from your Let's Play. You can upload that video to it. There's, there's, there's a lot you can kind of do with it. Um, but it is around the same hashtag culture like Twitter is, which is what gets you noticed a lot. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. The big thing with the hashtags on there is you can post a video or post a picture. Uh, you can put a bunch of text on it as well. And what a lot of, a lot of what I see like Gary Vaynerchuk and Roberto Blake do and other similar entrepreneurs is they'll actually post a long post similar to like something you would put on Facebook, mm-hmm. but they'll just attach their picture to it. Um, just to kind of like get a little bit more interaction out of it, you know? Ooh. Uh, so that's cool. And then what they'll do in the comment section is they'll post 20 hashtags, post up to 20 hashtags that would be related to that post. And that gets more people able to follow that, uh, you know, find your picture. Cause now one of the things you can do on Instagram is follow hashtags. Ooh, uh, so that, that must be huge. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I don't think a whole lot of people are doing it yet. I'm not quite doing it yet. But if I wanted to, let's say when like E3 comes around this year, like I'm probably gonna like follow the the E3 hashtag, just see so I can see like you know what everybody is doing during that time. Get like a hot um, take. Yeah, that's fair. So it's. It's another one of those things that took me a little while to get into. I was like, oh, I don't want to do post selfies every day. But you don't <laughs> have to post just pictures of yourself. Those might get more interaction. You can't, I mean, if you're a photographer, you should obviously have this. Um, I think I think there's a lot of value to it. I think there's definitely a lot of value to it. The way you were describing it sounds like if you were the type of person who liked Twitter, then Instagram mm-hmm. would be a very easy a very easy option to go to yes the way you were describing it which is interesting because i do like twitter and a lot of those features sound like okay twitter kind of has a variation of this a little bit Mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be really interesting to join into yeah yeah i think i think you should do it (laughs) okay well i mean it sounds a lot less complicated than reddit is what i'm saying so maybe just anything Uh, yeah definitely (laughs) maybe just anything you mentioned after reddit i would have been like oh yeah that's great (laughs) Mm. but um just on on my account. Let me see here. What you got on Instagram, Zach? What do I have on Instagram? Where can they find you I, on Instagram? Find me at Zack Snyder Pride. Ooh. Um, you can't post links in posts, but you can put a link in your bio and you can tell people to go check out that video in your bio or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I post a lot of different things. I got a video. I got the Gary V book recently, so I posted a picture of that because I knew that would get a lot of Gary V hype and get me a couple of new followers. Um, I post a couple of videos and pictures about the end is nigh because I recently beat it. I posted what I'm listening to some days as far as music goes, and that gets a little bit of interaction. Um, you know, doing a recap on a movie. Here's a picture of the DVD or Blu-ray. <laughs> Tide Pods are all the rage. Let's post a picture about all Mighty Packs and tell people to eat those instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta capitalize on the memes. Yeah. I, yeah, I got you. a new microphone, posted that. And then I got like a lot of a lot of selfies with like, here's some thoughts about today or whatever. 
when I was in Japan, I posted a lot of pictures of those, you know. Fair enough. It's cool. I like it. So it's, it's very minute-to-minute minute kind of kind of mm-hmm. new. Whatever's going on in your life, just go ahead and post a picture of it. Right. Okay. It's, again, one of those things that, like, the more you post, the more interaction you're going to get. Um, for sure. It's not like Twitter where everything... Well, it, it is kind of like Twitter feed where it's, like, things kind of go a little bit fast. Uh, but even if you posted something seven days ago, if it's getting good interaction, like people are going to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more slower paced. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's a little more slower paced. Okay. Um, but the more you post, the more, more chances you have of people, you know, getting new followers and stuff like that. And sometimes they might actually, you know, convert into your, uh, YouTube subscribers or, your cult followers, you know, whichever one you, you want. Whatever, whatever whatever phrase you would prefer using. Instagram yeah. sounds interesting from the way you worded it. Specifically, the part about, like, not being able to post links there. At least mm-hmm. you can in your bio, but not other places. Right. I think that might be, like, a really interesting starting place for a lot of people as well who are going to get into social media marketing. Because if you take mm-hmm. the option away... Uh, of people not being able to link spam stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. if you get your mindset down on Instagram, you can kind of apply it anywhere. Right. Providing definitely, value, definitely. not link spamming, stuff like that. Like if you start on Instagram and work your way through there, like, you know, you didn't have mm-hmm. link spam on here. Don't do it anywhere else. You know, it feels second nature to you that way. Exactly. So that's kind of, that's kind of unique. Mm-hmm. It's a cool platform. Uh, I'm still, like I said, I'm still kind of learning more stuff about it myself. I've only had it for about a year now. uh, And I'm nowhere close to being a pro on it. But hopefully I'll I'll be using it a lot more lately. I'm really wanting to start getting into Instagram stories and start doing that more. And kind of making that similar to my daily vlog per se. Um, I guess I can kind of talk about Snapchat a little bit. That's okay with you. Yeah. Because it's it's still very similar. Uh, the thing about... So Instagram didn't used to have the stories function. They kind of stole that from Snapchat. Ooh. Um, which has that same 24 hours and it's deleted. Uh, and then what, what the other thing Snapchat has is you can send pictures and videos to, you know, to your friends on there and anybody that's following you on there uh, personally. And then after they've seen it, that gets deleted. Okay. So you have a lot of people sending nudes on Snapchat <laughs> because they get it and then it's just gone. It's deleted. I know there's a meme around uh, screenshotting snaps. I know oh, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a thing. That is a thing. Right. That is a thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's what's interesting about both these platforms is that Instagram is been kind of doing what snapchat does better uh but then snapchat could have an update that comes around that just completely baffles instagram and makes it better right um i see a lot of people that are really big on all the social media platforms kind of doing the same exact story on both platforms uh gary v does this he also does it on facebook there's a facebook stories thing too for some odd reason weird like nobody uses but i mean there's there's a few people so you can kind of you know you can kind of recycle that kind of content if you want on both platforms um make it a bit easier yeah interesting yeah so it's 
in terms of marketing there, like how would you get people to convert over to YouTube per se, since you can't put a link there per se? Do you just like for Snapchat, you actually can put links in Snapchat pictures. Oh, okay. Um, there is, you can do it in Instagram too on the, on the stories, but you have to have 10,000 followers. Whoa. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. You have yikes. A, there's like a, <laughs> there's like a swipe up function. You swipe up and then it takes you to the link. Uh, you have to have 10,000 followers for do that on Snapchat. And this is still fairly new. You can do it to, you know, as whoever and be like, swipe up to go check this thing out. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of conversion do well on there, but I have seen like a couple of people that didn't know that I did YouTube videos kind of see, Oh, you did this thing about cuphead. I really like cuphead. I'll go check it out or, okay, you know, things like that. Uh, as far as marketing in general, Snapchat is again, it's one of those things where, you really don't want to be thinking of these social media platforms as, Hey, I'm a YouTube channel and I'm trying to get my, get views. You really want to think of it as, Hey, I'm a personal brand and I'm just trying to, you know, get followers on multiple platforms. Yes. But also just kind of bring value to people, whether that's entertainment or tips or whatever it is. Um, I know for a target audience kind of deal that Snapchat's probably the youngest group of people you can hit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, besides like musically. Right. <laughs> which uh, is interesting. There's an entire chapter in Gary Vee's new book about musically. Oh. And I'm super interested in reading it because I want to see what he says about it. Because he's been like really excited about this platform for a while, which is insane to me. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, if Jacob Sartorius can get big, then you know what? Man. So can I. Here we go. Exactly. I'll see you on my, my musically account. I'm going to make one. It'll be real hype. There you go. But I know I know Snapchat definitely focuses more on the younger demographic than let's say like Facebook. <laughs> Facebook kind of does older people very well. Right. Snapchat's younger. Twitter and Reddit are kind of like adult for the most part. Mm. In Instagram, do you say it like leans a particular way? Instagram is more towards the younger audience. Okay. Uh, you know, t- teens, twenties, maybe thirties, the latest. Uh, similar to Snapchat, which is more teens and people in their twenties and stuff. People who uh, like Let's Plays. <laughs> definitely. Uh, you know, maybe. Maybe. Um, to watch the other, <laughs> the other big thing about marketing is if you want to get into like actual marketing, like paying money to market, uh, if you buy ads on Snapchat, you're more likely to get better results, which is interesting because more people watch ads on Snapchat. Uh, hmm. After you watch everybody's story, on there, you can just kind of go down the list of your friends that you're following and watch them all in a row. Uh, an ad will play, okay. and more people are likely to click on that ad or watch that ad for some reason. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to put money into Snapchat ads, like if you have like a product or something, that could be worth it. And I know Facebook has ads as well that you can put money into. Right, right. Twitter's Instagram, rolling something out. Think I think does. I could see Twitter doing that. Yeah. Twitter has their sponsored feature. Sure. So you'll you'll get a like a little tweet of a Facebook game or an app or something like that that you don't want to play whatsoever, but it'll sponsor. You know, it'll feature it to you just because people pay money, and you're a gamer, so you're obviously you're their target audience. Right, man. 
<clears throat> video gamer. Exactly. So this is probably just a safe assumption that many people have made before, but I'd imagine you don't want to be going out there paying for ads, at least when you're starting off and don't know the platform. <laughs> Definitely learn the platform first. Right. Um, I will be honest. I have put a little bit of money in ads before. Okay. To kind of see where it would go with certain things. Um, I put in, I don't even remember what right off the top of my head, but there's been a couple of videos that I've put out and it's not been in the last year that I kind of wanted to see if I put like $20 towards ads, what would happen. Um, and generally like those will get views. Um, but that like the watch time doesn't necessarily work out well. If it's a good video. Yeah. Okay. Um, Facebook ads are ads in general. I would make sure I know the platform first. If it's a Facebook ad, make it a video ad, make it a native Facebook video ad. Uh, whether that's content that you're really proud of and it's just kind of a short video, again, make it short. Or if it's like you're trying to sell a product and that's, you know, typical selling product shit. Um, and then you can maybe even share, you can even like do an ad of your page. If you feel like your page as a whole is going to be something that a lot of people are going to want. And then again, figure out your target audience because you're going to have to target that ad towards somebody. Right. And the more niche you go, the better you're going to end up being. But you would recommend it as a whole if you're like a YouTuber trying to get their stuff out there. Um, I would recommend it, yes. But again, like, know your shit first. Okay. Make sure your content's good first. Like, I, would, <laughs> like, like, I mean, we say this, you know, as kind of a joke, but also it's like serious because you're not, you're just going to be wasting money. Right. I've done it. I mean, I've wasted money through that. So... But if you stuff yeah. really good, throw a couple of dollars on it. Throw a couple of yeah. throw a couple of bills. But so I you figured, think we'll go viral, then do it. Go for it. But I figured we'd mention that whole ad aspect of it here because the ones after this, you kind of can't <laughs> do right. that on. And uh, you know, it's just a popular part of marketing that I see a whole lot of, of people buying Facebook ads, Snapchat ads, and stuff like that. Right. And like me, on the other hand, with no money or whatever, I'm like, you know what? I'll take the I'll take the risk of not paying, and hopefully, so much stuff will get seen somewhere, somewhere. Right. If you're small, it's better to grow organically, anyways. Sure. You don't want like yeah. a paid sub out there. Right. Somebody who you put money toward. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else Instagram, Snapchat related that really matters. I can't. I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, the latest Snapchat uh, update really sucks and nobody's liking it right now. <laughs> and they're wanting them to go back to the, the previous thing. So Snapchat could be irrelevant in like two weeks. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Like Sounds cool. It literally cool. could be. Yeah. Well, good deal then. Uh, yeah. So with that being said, we've kind of hit all the major social media platforms, at least the big boys here. Right. We might have missed a couple here and there. Uh, but all the things that we're going to list on here now are kind of like websites, you know, mm-hmm. or like maybe just apps that don't necessarily are social media related and stuff like that. So we're kind of making a shift here is what I'm saying. Uh, the first half of this was a lot of social media stuff. Now we're going to kind of go through the rest as like, not necessarily the social media, but stuff you could still market if you knew what you were doing. Mm -hmm. 
Which also means Definitely. we can be a bit quicker through the rest of these as well. Right, because we don't know what we're doing. Right, because <laughs> we're bad. One of the things I want to do, because I think this marketing thing changes very often and it will change a lot with us as we get better at it. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm, I'm assuming we're going to do a marketing 2.0 episode at some point. No problem. You know? There's so and much can, stuff. <laughs> you know, continue talking about this stuff as we get better, as these platforms change, as new ones emerge, as old ones get irrelevant, you know, we'll, we'll update it and in the future, which will be cool. Sure. I mean, this is just, you know, the perspective of two small channels trying to get their stuff out there from the YouTuber point of view. Right? Exactly. Which isn't seen <laughs> a whole lot of time. You see it on social medias, but you rarely get to hear their side of the of the argument, their side of the deal. Um, mm -hmm. At least through a podcast, it's professional, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here we are providing that providing that value for you. All in all, though, out of the ones you've listed here so far, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, and we'll throw in Snapchat, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, the only ones I use are Twitter and Facebook, and even then, Twitter's the only one I have a main focus on, per se. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of them are either platforms that I think are a little too difficult at the moment, or just I've written off, you know? I've written yeah. off Instagram and Snapchat thousands of times before, you know? Hmm. and like is that a smart move probably not you know it, it's never too late it goes back to the youtube alternatives thing where like you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket i probably don't need to have all my social media eggs just in twitter you know right yeah for sure but that that's just what's come natural to me that's what's come easiest to me and like mm -hmm. even still i probably would want to get facebook <laughs> down before i even considered some of these other ones mm -hmm. i get that but that's just my perspective. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I'm not, I uh, also not didn't get into. Yeah, I didn't get into Reddit, Instagram, Snapchat, or any of that until this past year. So keep that in mind. Uh, even Twitter, I didn't get in as much as I have in the past couple of years. So you know, we're all learning. We're all growing. Mm -hmm. It's never too late. That's the important part. You know. Right. But there were a couple of concepts that I feel like we touched on uh, that can apply to a lot of this stuff. Like, don't link spam, right? That's kind of a big takeaway right. that we've gotten here. Provide value to those communities. Kind of a thing in all of them. Mm -hmm. You know, take that how it is. Ads are a thing in all of them, but should you be doing them? Should you not be doing them? Like, that depends on your content. Is it good enough? Is it not? <laughs> stuff mm -hmm. like that. And being able to, uh, you know, talk about your content in ways that aren't, just links getting maybe a specific part of the video and turning it into a highlight getting pictures related to that and put it on instagram you know a paragraph of a how-to video on reddit stuff like that exactly really exactly. take it the next level aside from just posting the video itself and don't follow for follow yeah i mean it's still pretty accurate did like a huge huge <laughs> podcast we on did. that already we did but let's go ahead and move on to the next thing the next little platform i guess that you could market stuff on discord yeah i thought that was a community thing yeah i mean like what's this like skype i mean you can't market stuff on skype you know how's it how's that work i'll tell you how it works so discord is interesting in the fact that like yes it is made of chat rooms and yes you can call people and get in calls and stuff but it's also kind of a mix of a forum in that you can make topics and categories 
mm-hmm. uh, for different little chat rooms, for example. And so one Discord can be made of a ton of different rooms with a particular uh, topic surrounding them. For example, in mine, I have one about announcements, another one about rules, another one about just my videos, another one called Unverified, where, you know, like it takes a couple of minutes before you get in general, just in case you're spamming stuff. One about voice chat, music, all this other stuff. But when it comes to marketing, the one that you guys are going to be wanting to look out for is this is pretty common in most discords. Some of them don't have it and you got to kind of look for it is uh, the self-promo little uh, little category here. And what's mm-hmm. self-promo? Self-promotion. You can post all, all your videos or comics or whatever, whatever you want people to see. You can put it in a little self-promo tab. And that's just sort of the... Uh, that's just sort of the the easiest way I feel on Discord, you know. After coming from a lot of places where we're like, don't link spam, don't link spam, don't link spam, all this other stuff, Discord's like, here's a room where you can just do that, <laughs> exactly, and not get banned from it if you do. Exactly. So it's it's a nice change of pace. It's a nice change of pace. And what's really nice about it is that if you've grown like a you know like a rapport on that Discord and you've you know contributed in conversations and you're on there all the time people are going to be more interested in checking out your stuff than they ever would on any other platform ever right exactly which is really cool especially your discord in general your own personal discord because Mm -hmm. it's a community hub filled of literally people who are interested in you or who like your content right right having a place on your discord where you literally just post your videos is literally sticking your audience right in front of your new video and just letting them see it right there without having to exactly. deal with the YouTube subscribe button or notification system that so many people hate. Mm-hmm. Right? Just post it on Discord. They can see it and they'll watch it when they want. Right? They don't have to go to YouTube and search through all this stuff and hope that maybe the notifications actually put it there. No, just go to sell promo, scroll down. Oh, hey, new video. Click. Done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is so yeah. simple and so effective. It's pretty good. I get a good bit of uh, views from Discord. I do too. I do um, too. A good portion. Let me go look at my. Just looking at my analytics immediately. Um, there is a five point one percent in the last twenty eight days. It's from unknown or direct links. Probably Discord. And most of them are Discord. <laughs> or Reddit. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Happens a lot, which is good. I, I really I really like that aspect of, of Discord. In terms of my own thing, I have about 34% that's other stuff. Hmm. Browse features is another 33%, and then suggested and channel pages make up that last little third. So a good portion of my stuff, that other tab, I guarantee you a good bit of it is straight from Discord alone. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, 34%, that's kind of, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> exactly. Um, and what's also nice is that sometimes you'll get, you'll have people like posting your videos for you. Right. You know, don't even have to. So Sometimes. I've, I've had people post some of my stuff in my own, you know, my own videos tab. Um, I've had, you know, I've had myself recommend other people's videos that I really liked in the, you know, in the discord, have an entire recommendations tab. So it's, it's really nice to just 
it, it's really like a collaboration of all of these different platforms. Your own Discord is essentially your own personal social media, right? It really is. Yeah. All the rules you've wanted, all the features you've wanted, ta-da, it's here. And the only people mm -hmm. who are in them are people that legitimately care about what's going on in them or appreciate the conversation or stuff like that. You know, we complain a whole lot about Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. And then to see people not have a Discord where they can, you know, kind of take all the luck and all these factors and control it in a nice little place you're kind of like come on you know discord does that for you exactly like what are you doing man all right like are you mad at all these algorithms and stuff like that like make a discord the only algorithm there is you <laughs> my friend mm -hmm. and yeah, the exactly and the community stuff we've already talked about before like it's just huge Hmm. That, if you don't remember huge. that or if you, you didn't hear that we have a community community episode i think episode eight I think that might actually be that one we talked all about discord mm -hmm. and how it's super big especially uh, for, for your community, community. Mm -hmm. i think back a lot of the time about like my path as a youtuber and all the little mm -hmm. moves and such i made I think my biggest and probably smartest move, like all time, was getting this Discord. I get that, you know, completely. Because yeah, I've seen so much growth from Discord over the past year. I mean, I feel like a lot of the time I'm often behind in terms of like trends and stuff like that, and you know, sometimes my videos might not be getting after the right places, or they might not even be that good occasionally. When I think back to all the things that have benefited my channel as a whole, you know, like Discord's number one up there, right? Definitely. Which is huge to think about, especially considering, like, I wasn't even going to make one for a while, right? I was on other people's Same. Discords. <laughs> yeah, that, I wasn't even on Discord. I was not wanting to be a part of it. That whole thing could have been gone, and I would have been in a totally different place. So, and. I'm very grateful to Discord and, and what it's allowed. It's one of the few smart moves that I've made that have paid off exponentially. It's mm -hmm. unreal. I, I agree. Uh, and it's not even so much of, like, it's, it has helped grow my channel and my brand, but not just that. It's, it's, it's helped me go, like, deeper with my audience and my, you know, my community. Right. Which is the, the coolest part, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like, like I said, instead of just like casting your net wide, going deeper with some of these things is super important. And that's how it's been for Discord. Just been able to really, you know, talk to so many people that watch my videos and it's pretty awesome. It's a lifeline. It's just directly a lifeline to the people who watch your stuff and care about your stuff the most. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It really is. Um, yeah. I mean, enough said, you know, like it's not going to offer a lot of the marketing potential that let's say a Twitter or a Facebook or a Reddit is going to offer. But I would say like, if you're small or big, there is benefit to have from Discord. Maybe not from like necessarily 100% of marketing angle, uh, but from community as a well. whole. Right. You know. Because yeah, I often forget that it's my Discord, and I just like, like when I'm talking to people that are in it, I'll be like, Yeah, in our Discord earlier, there was this thing. Like, I really do see it as like a community th place, you know? Sure. So, we've sung its praises a thousand times. We'll move on. Just letting you know yeah. that there's a self promo yeah. section in so many Discords, right? So, if you are, are in a lot of them, 
checking out that self promo and posting a link there sometimes can be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying as far as marketing your stuff is concerned. Uh, next up is forums slash blog websites. Yeah. Kind of like a, you know, Reddit has a bunch of different forums together. These are all separate and have their own little uh, rules and stuff going on in them. Mm -hmm. This is super interesting because it's not as commonly used uh, in today's culture because of all the social media, but you'd be surprised at how many forums are still out there and how many blogs are still out there that are still getting people to go on them every day. Yeah, they've, they've um, never left. <laughs> right. These are like your super niche websites. These are your movie review websites that people have been using for 10 years. Like these are the things that have just kind of stuck around. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason. Very... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. It could be very beneficial to be a part of these even today. Agreed. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Um, when I started out, my first channel, you know, Mr. Mario 952. Part of what got that channel off the ground and where I wanted it to be was because of the uh, Splutter forums, right? Mm. I literally made content around the needs and interests of that forum and got more views on those videos than any of my other ones prior and before and really gave me that kick, that start, that drive to continuing to do more videos and stuff like that to the point where I eventually evolved and moved past it. But like, you know, I, I wonder sometimes if I hadn't started out there, if I didn't have that forum, if I didn't make content that was catered to them and, you know, really, really gave an interest and value back to that community, if, if my channel would have even been the same, my first one. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful to forums and places like that, giving new content creators a start, giving a lot of these uh, people the opportunity to share their stuff and grow. Even if it isn't a social media, like there's still so much, there's so much value there and there's so many people there that can help you get off the ground. It's wonderful. I agree. Um, I think I owe a lot of my, kind of my success even to this point to uh, a forum and a website. I was a part of a Let's Play community um, that was a website with forums uh, early, very, very early on into my, my, to my YouTube ventures. And if it hadn't been for that community, I wouldn't have as many, I wouldn't have been as motivated to continue doing this. Um, if I wasn't a part of it, I don't think. Yeah. Forums were I, our start. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty crazy to think back on it. Um, but like, I mean, I found a lot of support through them. And had I not found that support early on, I don't know if it would have been something I would have kept going with. Maybe, mm -hmm. but that that is something that is pretty big. Exactly. You can't you can't put a price on that. And like I'm sure even as we're speaking now, there are plenty of other YouTubers out there who are making content specifically for those forums and are getting their start that way. And will continue mm -hmm. to grow past that and even bigger. And that that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Definitely. I mean, that makes that makes me feel good. Hmm. I posted. Yeah, I used to make content for that very site <laughs> specifically right. for that site. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like as a smaller YouTube, you weren't even out there to be a YouTuber. You were using YouTube as a means to be a part of that community. Yeah. And now we've made the shift now to where we're like focused just on the site itself, 
But back in the day, it wasn't even YouTube's like, who cares, right? We just wanted some place yeah. to upload videos for that, for those communities. Exactly. So I find everybody that. and their mom wants to be a YouTuber, and it's like, well, maybe you need to, you know, think of it a little bit differently. Sure. So yeah, I think forums are a great place to start out, obviously, and to sort of get that following. But if you are a little bit bigger, you know, putting your stuff on forums is also kind of cool. People people used to do that in the screw attack forums, gaming stuff like that. Yeah. There's still a bunch of them where you can get around. You kind of have to look for them. It can take a little bit of an effort to find them. And again, oh, definitely. it is like Reddit in the sense that like all moderators are different. All forums are different. You will have to learn those rules. Uh, mm. But once you fit in and go, like you're off to the races. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit like Reddit, but a little bit different as well. Mm. And then blog websites, like they're very similar. If you just like find blogs that you're super interested in, uh, Tumblr is kind of involved with this. Although I, I tried, man. <laughs> I I, tr- I tried to use Tumblr. I tried to use it as a marketing tool. I I, I can't do it. The communities are just phew. too bad. They're just they're just too bad. They're not for me. Maybe you can find success with it, but blog websites in general. If you find any like, just like whatever your niche is, whatever you're really interested in, look it up. See if there's any blog like smaller blogs that do similar stuff. Maybe you can be a guest blogger on there. Maybe they'll let you post a video to their own blog. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe you know it's people still read a lot, which is you know that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that is very much a good thing. So, yeah, you know, it can feel very tough and kind of depressing even at times to be like, I want to get big in the YouTube community, right? But Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier and a lot more manageable if you're just like, I want to be a part of this little gaming forum. or I want to be a part of this blog, right? Exactly. And it's a a good place to start out and to, to share your stuff. And again, I've sung its praises enough. They're great. Definitely. I don't use them as much as I did prior. Uh, Same. But you know, I might get back into it. Who knows? I uh, I started joining a couple of movie forums a few months ago. Um, and got a, got a little bit of views from it. Got a little bit of followers from it. Um, I need to get back into it. I think it's something that is definitely valuable. It's just hard, once again, to kind of balance everything as is the case with this online content creation thing. Agreed. But uh, moving on from that, hey, blog websites, forum websites, how about your own website? Yeah, boy. And I know just the guy who could talk about that. You wouldn't happen to, wouldn't happen um, to know anybody. I don't know, man. Made a website. So I made a website. About, uh, Whoa, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I made a website. Um, it's failed so far. <laughs> it's a thing that kind of just happened. Uh, however, even in my attempt to make a website that is, you know, similar to a forum that I was a part of and similar to what I would want to be a part of in terms of forums and, and stuff goes, I did get a lot of people to come and kind of help me. And those people are still to this day, like around and I can still talk to them. And some of them are in the discord and some of them I have, I'm friends with on Facebook and so even through this kind of semi failure that's going to continue, you know, it's going to pick up back up at some point. Um, I got a lot out of it. Got a lot sure. of experience out of it. 
yeah, that was kind of our uh, our early days as far as like me and Zach's relationship went. Mm-hmm. I would be on a lot of his streams and stuff. And this is after we'd known each other for a little bit and we're planning on doing that Smash Bros. collab. Uh, <laughs> which eventually <laughs> came out like months later. Six months. Six, six months. months later. Jeez. Anyway, I was on his streams a whole lot of the time and I was asking and pushing a whole lot for that website to finally come out and for that network to finally, you know, get off the ground and go. And, you know, like it, when that day finally happened, it was like, whoa, this is this is crazy. And that website really did grow for a good bit. You know, it was impressive yeah. to see what you guys were able to do. Like there was so much stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And the channel's still up, too, I think. <laughs> yeah, the channel's still up. It's one of those things, so brief story, brief story about this. I decided uh, two years ago that I wanted to make a website called Lion's Honor that would be a collective nerd culture-related website with forums and video platforms and blog places, basically a place where I could post all of my content that's not just videos because I like to write and I like to make music and all that but also a place where other people can do the same thing and uh, you know talk about you know all their interests and so I kind of worked on it for a little while and the the big reason it's not up right now is because it costs money <laughs> right and it's not like we had a fallout or anything Zach was like yeah. I ain't got money <laughs> I ain't got money for this right now but I, I do want to get it back up and running at one point but I, I mean, I had a couple of people contribute to the website writing articles for it. And I had a couple of people that wanted to get more involved with it as it continued to grow. And it's something that's definitely in the future of this channel. It's why there's a podcast called the Lions Honor Nerdcast, because it's kind of the flagship podcast for that website, even though it's not right out right now. You know? <laughs> so if you ever want to um, know why it's called that, there you go. There you go. You learned. Learn something new today. Um, but it's, you know, it's, I, I definitely want to have my, another website specifically for Zack Snyder Productions and kind of just, you know, my own personal brand. But then I also want to have this website as the collaborative group. Uh, and I, I think that if you're in, if you're as ambitious as I am sometimes, and you want to do something similar, there's no reason why you can't. Sure. Just do your research, figure out how to make a website, you're good to go. It's a lot like Discord in the way where you can kind of control everything. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that you can kind of have all the outlets and stuff. The hard part with that particular method of marketing your own stuff that way, it's just getting people interested in the site and getting people to look at it. Right. There's got to be reasons why people are going to want to visit this site because, you know, people already visit Facebook every day. People already go to Twitter and YouTube every day. Why would they want to also go to your website every day? So not only would you have to market your own videos through there, but you'd have to market the website itself. Mm-hmm. It's like double marketing there. It is. And there's there's definitely like tons and tons of ways to get people to check out your website. And one of the biggest ways is to let them put their shit on there. <laughs> sure. There's a lot of free website makers, too, through, like, Weebly and stuff like that, if you really want to yeah. go that route as well. Because, hey, link's a link. <laughs> get, mm-hmm. that, get that stuff wherever. I've thought about doing That's it that true. way before. Uh, fun fact, when you search Lion's Honor on YouTube, you get three mm-hmm. other channels before yours. Uh, cool. The Lion Guard, a YouTube channel nice. about the Disney uh, series of the same name, apparently. 
has like 200,000 subscribers. That's mine. <laughs> That's you. Okay. Next up is SI Lines. Uh, I'm going to presume a Wii channel just by the by the uh, profile pic. So that, that's mm. cool. Then number three is Northern Lion. Finding yeah, a that makes sense. Left that's player. And then I you. love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you got a Disney guy, Binding of Isaac, Let's Player, and a Weed channel. <laughs> Funny story. It was going to be named something something else with lions in it. I can't remember what it was. But uh, the website that uh, that name was under was like some kind of like uh, adult porn site. <laughs> It's like an adult shop or something. I was like, yeah, we can't do that. Now, can we? That's a pass. That is a pass from me. Fair enough. Um, there is a, there's a group called duckfeed.tv. They run exclusively podcasts. They're a podcast network. They probably put out like 40 hours of content a month. Cool. Um, they have like 12 different podcasts. They're great. They have an entire podcast that was dedicated to the Dark Souls series, and I love it. <laughs> um, but they have their own website that they do all their hosting from, um, and that's been a really good benefit for them. They're still pretty small, but like they're bigger than both of us combined Fair. by far. Um, probably around the, you know, I don't know, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a couple months since I listened to them, so I don't know exactly where they are. But they're really great guys and. They got their shit together through their own website. So, and obviously, like, ideally, you would want a website to kind of be the hub for everything that you're doing. Because, mm-hmm. like, as it stands now, if I had to pick up a, a hub that I have at the moment, would probably either go to my YouTube channel or Discord, because right. those are the only two places where you can kind of jump off to everything else. You know, mm-hmm. any other social medias. Or kind of like you have to have followed a link to somewhere else or just searched on that site there. You know, things like a separate merch site, Facebook account, Twitter account, YouTube account, all these different little links and places. If you had yeah. a website, it's all there. You're good to go. You can buy merch there. You put your watch own merch site there. there. Yeah. You're good to go. It's all in one place. It's super convenient. Mm-hmm. You can put a little donation, like tip jar on there. Like, oh, boy. You can do everything with it. No. But that's it. Especially if you're on WordPress. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, forgot about WordPress. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to learn. And, uh, but when you did, did I ever tell you how I learned WordPress? How? How did you learn WordPress? So, Damien used to go to a uh, technical college. They ended up getting shut down a couple of years ago. So, he never got a chance to finish his degree. But, uh, he had a, he had a uh, professor who was looking for someone in their class or someone that somebody in the class would know that knew how to like build websites. And Damien uh, told the professor about me because I played around with like fucking free website shit and HTML (laughs) and stuff in high school, like very basic shit, but I liked like web design and stuff. And, uh, he told me about it and I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I talked to the professor and they're like, they were looking for somebody with information about WordPress or somebody that knows how to use WordPress. So I go on WordPress.com, which is the free version of WordPress, the basic version of WordPress. And I like go on there and I learn it. I learn how to do it in like one afternoon, like make this basic ass resume website, <laughs> send it to the, like the, the web development company. And I, I go, go there, have the little interview with them. And they're like, how much do you know about the back end? I was like, uh, not, not that much, but I, you know, I'm willing to learn as much as I need to know. 
So then I go in for my first day at work and I'm sitting in this office in the summer for like eight hours that day. And I'm kind of like looking through the kind of stuff that they would want me to do and all that kind of stuff. Very basic stuff to start off with putting articles on website. And I realize, Oh, this is the full version of WordPress, which is completely different. So, so much different. There's so much going on. There's plugins. It's insane. So I learned everything I need to do for that job, like on the job without like my boss really knowing that. Oh, so it was great. It was a great job uh, until they screwed me over. But you know, that's not a story that I need to tell today. That's a yikes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I had it for like seven months and I got a lot of money out of it and it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Kind of wish I could continue doing it, but oh well. Tragic. Yeah, but I mean, hey, it just goes to show, like, if you want to learn something, just go fucking do just it. Just do it, right? Like, that's firsthand. That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Jeez, uh, how long has this been going? Probably a long time. Uh, Two hours and 17 minutes. And we still got all this other stuff to go. Jeez, mm-hmm. Pete. All right. Uh, We're email. getting into the stuff that's a lot less for us to talk about, though. Yeah. Email. It's an option. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> email marketing is still pretty big. Uh, it's not as big as it was in like 2003, um, <laughs> but it's still, I mean, it's still a thing that lots of people use. Uh, it's still advised. <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh gosh. it's still advised to, uh, to have an email list. Right. That's important. Depending on what you do. Um, I do want to have an email list at some point and I've tried to build one a couple of times, but I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to provide with it. Again, it's all about providing value. You can't just like take your YouTube playlist and put it on an email and send it to a lot of people that might not be interested in your YouTube stuff. Sure. Um, it's one of those things that you have to grow organically. Like you have to get people to sign up for it. Uh, so having that website with a landing page that says here's a free ebook you can get or um, you know whatever you're going to offer. It's hard to apply that directly to YouTube, especially if you're an entertainer like both of us. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's there's ways. I would just say do your research. Maybe we could talk about it more in the future when one of us has done it. It can be done. It can be done. And it is, again, it's very beneficial. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I'm going to skip this next one and go to the one after that. We'll get back to it just because okay. there's more to say about it. Uh, speak yeah. out. <laughs> speak out i've never heard of this before um you remember remember uh vidme yeah yeah vidme's dead do you remember Bitchute? <laughs> oh yeah like the controversial thing like the news the controversial website that we were like you should put your videos on it because it's very easy to do right you know they changed their name to speak out how crazy <laughs> is that <laughs> i laughed when i first saw it and i still do now but to be fair, it does fit their more controversial news free speech angle than BitChute ever did. Oh, absolutely. BitChute. It's still BitChute.com though, right? Right. Like they didn't change it to SpeakOut.com. They haven't changed any of the links or anything yet. So the BitChute ones still work. But officially, it's now known as a SpeakOut. So mm-hmm. that's a thing. Anyway, the point we're making at with the this website here <laughs> is that putting your YouTube videos on there is still a good idea. And that's that's yeah. that's that's the way you're marketing through here. There's not like a, um, a forum or anything. The biggest thing I complained about BitChute back in the day was the uh, in my back in the day. I mean, like literally two months ago, <laughs> was the uh, the UI. It was completely awful. 
it sucked. Right. <laughs> it looks better now. It looks a lot better. That's good. A little yeah. update on that. <laughs> but uh, if you have YouTube videos, put them on Speak Out. <laughs> and uh, Jeez, man. you could potentially get more views that way. Speak Out. With a little clap. Zach put clap emojis in the, in the list on there. There are little notes. On Discord. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, after that, Vero. What's a Vero? <laughs> What's a Vero? What's a Vero? It's an animal in the north North Norwegian area of the world. Ah, uh, I see. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I believe you. Um, Vero is a, another social media app that's very new. Um, it's been around... Uh, it's actually been around for a couple of years. It's not like super new, but it got big through Zack Snyder, not me, but the director. Him and his wife made like this short film and they made it Vero exclusive, Ooh. Uh, which was super interesting. There's no browser version. It's directly on your phone. But a lot of people that are on that platform are more comic book fan oriented. Okay. Uh, so if you find yourself liking comic book movies or doing content about comic book movies or comic books or whatever, basically nerd nerd related stuff, you might find more benefits with this, this app. Um, but Jay the Zoomster told, told me about it a couple months ago, and I checked it out. I've gotten a couple of people like from it, just from a couple of posts that I made a couple months ago, just show up on YouTube and be like, yo, I checked out your Vero stuff, <laughs> and uh, I really like both of your YouTube channels. I'm like, hey, that's dope. That's something. That's conversion. Yeah. That's good. So you can upload videos. You can upload pictures. It's almost an all-in-one purpose social media app, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, so you can do the pictures and videos like you would Instagram, but you can also post bigger videos like you would on YouTube and you can post things like tweets or posts like you would do on Facebook. Um, my favorite part about it is you could be like, if you're watching a movie or if you're reading a book or listening to an album, you can go to one of those things and it'll show up like. You're watching, you'd be like, I'm watching Iron Man. Here's what I think about it. And here's like my rating. Okay. That's pretty cool. That does sound cool. Um, I probably wouldn't have too much interest in it because I'm not the, the comic book type. Right. But uh, if I did, I'd be on there. Mm-hmm. I think you can st- I, th- I think you can still find some success with it as a non-comic book fan. Um, just right now, a lot of the people that are on it are comic book oriented. Ah, uh, Okay. So it's something to think about, I guess. Hmm. I guess I'll go ahead and mention here, because uh, we've talked about it before. Um, mm-hmm. Steemit as well this is a kind of YouTube looking deal, but with the uh, cryptocurrency involved. That's right. You ha- told me about it, but I know nothing about it. I haven't figured out much about it. You kind of have to apply there in order to even get on, but it's fairly easy to do so. And it's ran through cryptocurrency and the fact that like, Upvoting in a way kind of gives you like a cent of Bitcoin, if that makes sense. Okay. So like the better a video does, the more like Bitcoin you can get, essentially, is how that works. That's interesting. Or, or, or another different cryptocurrency. And you can see the amount there on the video, like the amount you're going to make in the next 24 hours or whatever. Stuff like that. Cool. There's a lot of yeah. uh, gaming channels on there that I watch. Uh, beat em ups, 8-Bit Eric, The Game Chasers, a lot of those people have kind of migrated to that as just sort of a side income that you can do that way. Yeah. And all they do cool. is post their YouTube videos there. So I'm looking into it. I haven't found out much about it. 
but like, hey, you want to market your YouTube videos? There's another way of going about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll check that out. Next up, though, is Anchor. Anchor. We've talked about this before. Yes. So this is a little podcasting app, which you can record a little bitty podcast or put them in parts to add as an episode. I don't think you can do that. Radio show. Yeah. I don't think you can do the episode feature on the browser. You can do it on the app. Mm. Uh, But, you know, hey, you want to mention your YouTube channel while you record a little podcast there. That's something you could do. Want to mention your social media presence while you're doing the podcast? There's an option. Not saying you're going to get a lot of conversion, but more people are going to hear about you and your ideas through that way. And, you know, occasionally mentioning that you do YouTube and the like could see some results. Mm -hmm. Not yet for me personally, but I haven't been doing it that (laughs) long. I haven't been consistent with it. I like it. I like Anchor a lot. I think it's a really cool platform. I think it's going to get big at some point. And I think I need to get my ass off, you know, ass up and actually do it uh, more often because it is, I think it's got a lot of potential, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have not found it yet. We're working on it. Still trying to get that motivation to start a daily anchor show. <laughs> have tried, have failed. Speaking of something you've tried and not failed at <laughs> mm-hmm. Twitch. Which I felt at that. I still am not a partner or an affiliate. <laughs> well, I am, but I don't do anything on it. Uh, there you go. Yeah, and same with Marzak. Yeah, it's weird. We but we get it's it, and we great. just like, eh, whatever. It's great. You gotta have motivation to stream. It takes so much time. You gotta be like, oh. It does. Uh, but Twitch, yeah. Okay, so Twitch in particular, uh, your channel description can have links to your other stuff. Mm-hmm. As well as just like, you know, hey, you're a live streamer. You can kind of just show your channel in stream. <laughs> kind of show other channels in stream. You can watch people's clips and have that be a stream. You know, like shout you can out watch the world's imp- most important playlist on stream. Did that one time. The Twitch community is very nice in the fact that it shouts out other streamers and the like, and you know, even other YouTubers. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of love on Twitch, is what I'm saying. So if you wanted to get your stuff out that way, it'd be pretty easy too. Right. It's a good little marketing tool that also gives you more content. Yeah. Streaming in general is just something we've talked about and that you should be doing. Yeah. But if you haven't done it now, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Have we, do we need to do a streaming episode on its own? We, we should live stream it to make a point. We should. I mean, that'd be lit. Yeah. Definitely. But that's all I got on Twitch. What about you? Um, they have an option on there now to where you can post videos on there, which is interesting. True. Um, and I've done a little bit of this, but I have barely done anything with it. Um, but that, you know, that's possibly a way you could use it. You got to like premiere them though, like on Twitch. Do you? Yeah. You got to premiere each video. Like have them go on Twitch first. Like, there's a... I forgot how it works. Let me read into it, because I remember there being a thing. Anyway, you do, like, a little uh, live stream, quote-unquote, premiere before oh, okay. the video goes That's up itself. New. And then it goes on onto, onto Twitch, I think. <laughs> okay, that's new. Yeah, you got I uploaded, like, 12 parts of a Let's Play on there, and they've just been uploaded, and... A thing 
Yeah, you have to schedule the premiere before it goes out. I've thought about like it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. <clears throat> I thought about turning my Twitch channel into like similar to what a TV channel would do, like Mondays at like six p.m. to ten p.m. have like four hours of scheduled content content that I've already recorded. Uh, kind of curated in this place, you know, stuff that's already on YouTube, but kind of curated on Twitch now as like a, like a TV channel of reruns. And then Tuesday would be like, here's a day I'm streaming. And then Wednesday would be, here's a couple of podcast episodes and, you know, things like that. I think that'd be super interesting and I don't know what it would do or how it would even, you know, I don't know if it would work well or not, but it's worth experimenting on at the very least. Definitely. That could be interesting. But that's mm-hmm. it as far as Twitch is concerned. We'll go back to the one I skipped earlier because Zach has a bit more experience on them. Uh, Medium slash LinkedIn. Yeah. So um, these are interesting platforms. Uh, I'll start with LinkedIn because that's one I know the least about and the one that I still need to get more into. But LinkedIn is a professional networking site that's basically like Facebook if everybody on your Facebook friends list list was business professionals that tried to get jobs or talk business stuff with you on this no- on like on this networking site. Huh. And it's you think, okay, well, I have a YouTube channel. Why would I be on a business professional site? Well, just about anybody and everybody you know that has a career or even has like a regular job is probably on here. Uh, you can have your resume on here. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, no, no, it's not really. It's, it's literally just kind of like business talk and shit. Um, in terms of marketing your, your YouTube channel on here, you can post YouTube videos on here. I wouldn't recommend posting like, (laughs) you know, certain types of content on here just because they're not going to get any traction. Right. But if you have any kind of tutorials, if you, um, you know, if you can make articles about your YouTube journey and stuff, it's kind of one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast, right? Like it's a way for us to talk about YouTube, have kind of like this professional side of us while still dicking around about the things, you know, we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can kind of do the same thing with like LinkedIn and stuff like that. Just making sure you have kind of like a little professional side of you, um, and, you know, it might work well. Maybe you'll, if you put on there that you've made 1,500 videos, maybe, just maybe people are looking for a video editor and you could use that as your advantage, you know? Get an internship, get a little bit of money on the side. Right. Okay. So it's more of like a, like a, almost a Facebook page a little bit. Definitely. More business oriented. Definitely. And then what's Medium um, about? Medium is all about articles. Okay. Um, it's basically like, Here's a blogging website, except for there's a lot of people that contribute to it. And uh, I mean, that, that's that's it in a nutshell. Um, it's really nice in the, in the way that you can just kind of write an article about whatever you want to write about. And you can convert people to check out your YouTube channel at the end of the article. I think one of the um, best examples that you've used Medium for was your uh, YouTube uh, watch time video. Mm-hmm. about how to get all the hours in there like yeah you can watch the video itself if you really wanted to uh but the medium article kind of 
has all the charts there and it's like more of a written version of that that kind of like links to the video as well so exactly depending on the type of person you are whether you prefer to watch the video version or just read it you can get the same information and the same value from the same source uh but there's two different ways of going about it and i thought that was really cool how you handled that on medium thank you that you've done yeah. a lot of that stuff before even before me mm. just on other websites and posting blogs right um, and it really comes down to like, you know, the overall rule of marketing here is through content, marketing through content is having like a strategy where you're doing stuff that people can read. You're doing stuff that people can watch and look at and you're doing things that people can listen to. Exactly. And so, you know, we have this podcast right here, but I could easily do a condensed 30 minute video about it and then also do a you know, an article about it. And I may, you know, I may do that for some of my podcasts in the future. You never know. Options available. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's medium. With that all said, we have now covered all the platforms, the websites and the like, uh, geez, oh, Pete, that's a lot. Of them. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We do not expect you at all to do all of them. Obviously. We don't even expect a, a sane human being to be able to do half of these good, right? Like, right. What we are saying here is that these are all the options in front of you, and there's even more that we missed. I guarantee you, there's like a thousand other different social medias and places where you can market your stuff out there. But at least you kind of have a baseline. You at least have several options. What I would advise doing is picking a couple of these, maybe one, two, or three. And then kind of building up and building out from there once you're confident in what you have. Agreed. You know, you don't have to have your own website to start out with, but maybe you can be on a blog or a forum. All right. Maybe you don't know what to post on Facebook, but you can get a little couple of tweets and get used to it. Instagram and Snapchat work pretty well together. Discord is great. Reddit and forums are kind of similar. Speak out exists. <laughs> and medium is great for blogs you know there's an anchor anchor for podcasts we talked about audio in this you know right there's so many ways you can get your message out there whether like zach said through video through audio through blogs the written word it's just where you put that stuff and how you're able to get it to other people that's what marketing's all about right the important thing here is that you know you're not going to be able to do all of them right now I'm, I'm not doing all of them. <laughs> and, you know, you, you've got to learn these things one at a time. You've got to, you know, there's there's plenty of different platforms out there. Figure out what works for you right now. Continue to get better at those while looking at new stuff. Try not to get overwhelmed because it's very easy to do that, especially when, like Aiden said, there's plenty of other platforms that we haven't even talked about because we don't even know exist. Mm-hmm. And... Another thing is don't get attached to any of them either. Like we're talking about like, you know, getting used to them and using them a lot, but don't get attached to them either right. because tomorrow Facebook could be gone. You know, it's, it's, it's that simple. It probably won't be, but it could be. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no more minion memes <laughs> from middle-aged women, please. <laughs> what about anime groups on Facebook? We need something to add. Anime groups. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. 
You get posts like, <laughs> if you're a boy, comment boy. And if you're a girl, comment girl. <laughs> and if somebody likes your comment, that means they like you. You get these once a week, dude. Oh, once a week. Stop. I'm dying. I'm dying of cringe. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, jeez. You get like Naruto pictures in black and white with quotes. Talking about sadness and depression. Like, it's... <sighs> Anyways, I Face- digress. Facebook's the pit of the earth. Anyway. <laughs> Um, um, like Zach said, though, you do not, we mentioned this in the YouTube Alternatives podcast, do not put all your eggs in one basket, because all these platforms, just like YouTube, could be around tomorrow, mm-hmm. they also couldn't be. One could overtake another one. We talked about Snapchat, how it was popular, maybe not as much, now that Instagram kind of has some of its stuff. Vine 2 might be a thing, there might be a new social media app that comes out, like, next week that, like, totally takes over the world, and you just mm-hmm. gotta figure out its strengths and weaknesses, and that's the thing that we hope we manage to get across here is that all these different platforms, why they offer similar features, have a lot of strengths and weaknesses in terms of like how they operate and how you market in them. Exactly. Let's, let's uh, remember Vidme. What, Vidme what's is that? Dead. Remember, remember when a. Uh, Patreon changed their fee structure and then we made an extra soda about it and then became irrelevant like next week. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I love I love when our content great. is evergreen and, and stays, you know, relevant all the time. <laughs> it's the best. I uh I changed my fee structure on Patreon so that people wouldn't have to pay more than they than they would, you know, before. Mm-hmm. And then Patreon was like, Nope, never mind, and I had to go back and change it again. Nice. I did math. More work is great. (laughs) And then it's also worth mentioning, too, that, like, collabs are a thing on all these sites that you could do. Uh, Working with other people, doing projects like, oh, I don't know, a podcast. Uh, Mm -hmm. Collab Let's Plays, reviews, top ten lists. Like, there's so many ways to collaborate with other people. And we might do a whole episode about how to collab and stuff like that. Um, but needless to say, it can kind of be a sneaky way of marketing out there when you're on another channel and you're like, oh, hey, check out my stuff if you want, you know, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Exactly. And I've done that before on the lines on our Nerdcast. I've done it before on the top 10 Smash Bros. characters video that I did with Zach. You know, Mm -hmm. I've I've done it all over the place. Gaming through the ages. I've done it on other other things as well. You know. Take advantage of collabs. It might be a good collabs I've done. Definitely. Um, I mean, we've talked about it in the past. Both of us have kind of, our fewer bases have almost kind of combined <laughs> right. in a lot of different ways, uh, which is kind of interesting. And it's because of things like this podcast and similar things, you know? A lot of intermingling. Yeah. How are you supposed to pronounce that word? Let's call it, never mind. I was going to make a really bad joke. <laughs> Um, it's been a long night, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. A long night. Um, but that'll do it for marketing, unless you have anything else yeah, to say. That's marketing. Uh, if you have any specific questions, let us know, as always, in the comments. That's true. We'd love to, we'd love to answer them. Um, I typically answer things that sound like they need to be answered right away in the comments, but then we'll continue to talk about it inside the podcast. Uh, and then, like I said, in the in the future, when we get better at some of these 
platforms or you know marketing in general or things change i'm assuming we will do another marketing episode there'll probably we'll be talk about too. the changes yeah yeah expect that whenever and it'll you know it'll be months from now probably but you know we are by no means experts we've made that very clear uh and so there's yeah. going to be websites that we haven't heard of and other marketing tips in general that if you have hey let us know let's all get better together definitely but anyway now that we've covered all that let's get into some let's get into some comments some comments comments somebody uh comment on our video we got two in particular oh boy one from listen to our boy max minton yeah calfro himself wow he says i remember when the ancient ones used ventrilo before skype dark (laughs) times and then Zach replies with the comment I probably would have added. I've never even heard of Ventrilo. I'll consider myself lucky. Yeah. He also posted another comment. He said, if you haven't seen this, you're missing on a classic. It was like a old like World of Warcraft Ventrilo conversation, I'm assuming. I haven't listened to it yet because I just saw it before we started recording. Zach sent me a screenshot of what Ventrilo looks like. Mm. It looks like an ass. It looks pretty ancient. I'm not going to lie. It's good old Windows XP, dude. <laughs> Which I love Windows XP, by the way. That's crazy but, to think about. Like, Skype for me is about as old as it gets. So when you bring up, like, Ventrilo, I'm like, well, the precursors, dude? The heck? Yeah. It's crazy. We're talking, like, amoebas. We're not even good into caveman yet. We're like... <laughs> <laughs> that's how old we're getting. Uh, for real. But thank you for the comment. That's yeah. That's funny. Yeah, definitely. You pick up Ventrilo, Zach, and try it out. And get a Ventrilo review. We should do it. We, we should. Uh, we should do a podcast on Ventrilo. Oh gosh. It's we should not do like before. an official podcast, but we should just like do one as a you know as an as interesting meme. little video as a meme exactly. All right, and then our other comment is from the patient who says, "Yo, shooting back to what you were talking about at the very start of the podcast. I know a really sweet graphics design community that can either make you logos." obviously got to pay prices are fairly reasonable or help you learn Photoshop and how to make these things in a more professional manner. This is true. Patient has a whole group of uh, graphic design people that uh, mainly. uh, Okay. So (laughs) I got to need to do a little bit of explaining here. So a lot of my community obviously watches a lot of Pokemon related stuff, right? And so the people that she's referring to here, all these graphics design people, typically do thumbnails and channel icons and banners for a lot of PokeTuber channels. Okay. And so that's kind of where they've grown and gotten big from. But like seeing their work, I'm going to tell you, there's a couple of channels that are around our size and even smaller that like the graphics stuff that they have going on is insane. (laughs) I can can imagine. So much better. Like intros are better. Thumbnails are better. Like everything looks incredible that's cool but uh anyway uh if you want the discord link let me know and i'll dm you also apparently ms paint is still actually useful for some things like making pixel art and shitty memes (laughs) (laughs) i'm not 100 sure but i think a lot of people still use paint to make pixel art skype is absolute garbage it slows down my pc so much i can't use anything else that requires internet while i'm in a call otherwise the call will crash or my internet will crash or if it's a really bad day, both will crash. And sadly, I have friends IRL that still use Skype and won't switch to Discord for whatever reason. Yo, relatable. Relatable. Same. 
I have a burning hatred for Skype and will never recommend it for anything because of how garbage it actually is. And then she responded, Also, I don't know much about getting Spotify, but I know there's a podcast section to it. Am I able to peep this on here? And Zach responded, Not yet. It takes a bit to get them podcasts on Spotify, but hopefully soon. Yeah, boy. Well, I agree. I'd love to have it on podcast. I'd love to have it on Spotify. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, Skype is garbage. MS Paint is pretty good for memes. Sweet. And uh, yeah. maybe we should hit up that graphics design community. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. Get some really fire uh, thumbnails. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, stuff like thumbnails and you know production values on in terms of your visual stuff. I don't care if you're a bad channel or not. That'll get you noticed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. People will not care about the quality of your content so long as you got them good looking, good looking graphics. Professionalism is important. Sure. And visually, when it's a video, you know, it's the first impression gets people in the door. It is definitely unless your audio is shit, which we've talked about. <laughs> Thank you for the comment, though, patient. Love reading it as always. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Were there any on BitChute? I mean, uh, not BitChute. Speak <laughs> Out. Speak Out. Did anyone speak out on Speak Out? <laughs> uh, they did not. Nothing on nothing on Speak Out. So if you're listening to this on Speak Out, leave us a little comment. Can you speak out? Tell us how your day is. <laughs> what did you have for dinner? Yes, we'll read it. Speak Out. We will read it. Um, We'll read it. Um, But yeah, thank you, uh, everybody that's been listening to the the podcast so far this year i feel like we've gotten a lot of cool topics already right at the beginning mm. um if you have anything you'd like us to talk about any news related stuff any you know anybody you want to have us interviewed on here uh let us know we still plan on doing an episode about collabing seo marketing part two is now a thing <laughs> streaming streaming like we got a lot of stuff, but if you guys are like, nah, that shit gay, do this, <laughs> then we'll do it. <laughs> exactly. We are at the uh, the mercy of your will. I can't say it's going to be two to three hours long like this podcast is, but you never know. Man. It's noon now, by the way. We started this podcast in the morning. It is noon for me now. It's one o'clock for me in the afternoon. It was a long boy. I like the long boys. It was good, though. Yeah, they're very cathartic. Yeah. And as someone tired. who is bad at marketing, I could have used this years ago. For sure. I feel like we both learned a lot from this one. Oh, I did especially. A lot of these social medias I hadn't heard about at all. So it was cool getting to hear that perspective. Trying to get you to have an Instagram and then follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Out of all of them you mentioned, Instagram is probably the one I'm most likely going to join after this. Sweet. So take yeah. that for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, but uh we're gonna go ahead and end it here. Uh this podcast has been brought to you by humblebundle.com. Ooh. If you uh if you have a video game that you want to get cheaper than on Steam, or if you want to buy a bundle on Humble Bundle, uh you can use the affiliate link in the the description box below and uh buy it there. You know what's a good bundle? What? Games in this podcast. You, yeah. you bundle them together and get a, a real humbling experience about YouTube. You do. We're the, we're, do. We're the first humble bundle. <laughs>
if you really think about it. <laughs> you really think about it. We're we're so humble. We started the episode with off off with you already know who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's how humble we are. As humble as a SoundCloud rapper. Anyways, um, I've been Zach, and I've been Aim. And we want to thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye-bye.